This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And it's Wednesday, December 9th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the hearing for Pfizer-BioNTech's vaccine is scheduled for Thursday, and Moderna will have its hearing a week later on the 17th. Officials said once authorized, vaccines could be shipped within 24 hours. During Tuesday's news briefing, Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley said if approved, the city could start offering vaccines as early as next week. If both vaccines are authorized, we could have 40 million doses to vaccinate 20 million Americans in December. Pfizer's vaccine, which has to be stored at minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit, will ship to all 50 states, eight territories, and six major cities, including Philadelphia. Farley said Philadelphia will not have a problem with vaccine storage. Pennsylvania health officials still do not know exactly how many doses of the vaccine will come here initially, but New Jersey is expecting to get 76,000 doses. Pennsylvania is working to curb the sharp increase in coronavirus infections and hospitalizations by issuing strict testing guidelines surrounding people traveling to the state. American should expect more COVID-related restrictions and advisories for the Christmas holiday, said Dr. Anthony Fauci, the government's top infectious disease expert. The Supreme Court on Tuesday rejected Republicans' last bid to reverse Pennsylvania certification of President-elect Joe Biden's victory in the electoral battleground. The court, without comment, refused to call into question the certification process in Pennsylvania. Governor Tom Wolf already certified Biden's victory, and the state's 20 electors are to meet on December 14th to cast their vote for Biden. Biden won 306 electoral votes, so even if Pennsylvania's results had been in doubt, he still would have more than the 270 electoral votes needed to become president. The Republicans argued that Pennsylvania's expansive vote-by-mail law is unconstitutional because it required a constitutional amendment to authorize its provisions. Biden beat President Donald Trump by more than 80,000 votes in Pennsylvania, a state Trump won in 2016. Most mail-in ballots were submitted by the Democrats. A Bucks County man is making it easy and safer to have a Christmas tree this holiday season. Express Evergreens is a new Christmas tree delivery service and it's taken off this season obviously because of the pandemic. The founder Jason Toutkaushian said that he wanted to make sure every family could celebrate during these trying times. Every delivery is contactless. Trees are delivered uh, the the, uh, trees and delivery range uh, from $80 to $300. It's COVID and there's extra stress. Everybody seems to be working double time. There's just a whole lot of happiness and extra pride when you get that tree in the house and they decorate it. He's a one-man show though. He personally delivers every tree and every customer gets a free wreath. Mm. Uh, He also contacts customers via text for drop-off and he prunes the trees before he takes them into the house. I want to see what a $300 tree looks like. Yeah. Uh, His website, listen, some people get those big, giant trees. I used to have a neighbor who would get, I mean, it had to have been like a 14-foot tree. Jesus. I mean, it was enormous. Yeah, we have a neighbor who has, uh, you know, big cathedral type ceilings and they get one, get one like that gigantic trees and i'm like uh, how the hell did you get this how, in here so preston right. at what point yeah. you just build a house around the tree yeah. that you want? right and just let yeah, it yeah. grow <laughs> well yeah. and, and they would get a real tree every year and like yeah. we used to say how, like how did you get it here right this guy will do it yeah, right yeah i guess this guy will uh, help with it so his website is expressevergreens.com. uh my guess is is that he just works in bucks county but uh i'm not quite sure but uh his website is pretty efficient it's express evergreens In sports this morning. (laughs) 
Ball sacks are yummy. In a rare Tuesday night game for the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Ravens last night in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> Lamar Jackson ran for 94 yards and a touchdown, and the Ravens returned from a COVID-19 outbreak to gain 294 yards rushing in a 34-17 win over the Cowboys. James Harden indicated to the Houston Rockets that he would be open to a trade to the Sixers. Harden, the MVP candidate, is holding out of training camp and requested to be traded to the Brooklyn Nets. New Sixers president of basketball operations, Darryl Morey, the former Rockets general manager for the last 13 seasons, said he has no intention to break up the Sixers all-star duo of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. According to reports, the NHL is now aiming for a mid-January start with a 52 or 56 game schedule. The initial target of January 1st became unfeasible because of the amount of time needed for training camp. NHL players haven't received any official directive of when they are supposed to report back to their playing cities. Players are currently scattered at their off-season homes, including many still in Europe. The NHL and Players Association cleared their financial hurdles and are pushing forward with planning talks for the season with both sides now hoping for a start date of January 13th and the Flyers agreed to terms with free agent defenseman Phil Myers on a three-year contract with an average annual value of 2.55 million dollars the 23 year old is coming off of his first full NHL season in which he reported 16 points over 50 games while leading the team's defenseman in plus minus with a plus 17 and that's what I have for you this morning all right thank you very much Kathy uh, I like Starting the day this way, I got a text that says, uh, good morning it, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> or is it more like a Christmas carol and good morning it, everyone. everyone. Yeah. I'm not sure, but either way, we'll take that. It's certainly more fit, so yeah. Thank you, yes. And we welcome you to a Wednesday, and Wednesdays mean a secret text word. We have a chance to win today a digital download of the movie Wander uh, with Aaron Eckhart and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, so text the word secret to 39333, and we'll send a word to you. We'll ask you to call in later. Designate a call over that word wins, and we'll also grab a random texter, and that is from Paramount Pictures. So that will be going on through the course of the program. Uh, we will also do a little TV time today, Fox Good Day. We'll check in with Alex and uh, Thomas. Mike Jarek's still out for the time being, so we will go on around 7.55 this morning. And uh, one guest, we have a former intern and comedian, Blake Wexler, uh, has a comedy album. So yeah. we're going to find out what that's all about. He's been doing very well. Yeah, it's called Live from the Pandemic. I like that. <laughs> nice name. So uh, we'll check in with uh, Blake a little bit later on uh, this morning. Um, and we're midweek, so, you know, we're in that zone. Yeah. We're trying to edge towards the weekend. So That's good. Yep, we'll uh, we'll tilt the scale that way, and uh, and we'll head into that and slide into uh, a good-looking weather-wise weekend, which is uh, very cool. So why don't we take a break, come back in a second, do the do. We've got uh, some uh, stupid That's questions. That's good. Press the do the do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we got the stupid <laughs> question. We'll also get into the entertainment report. i got some stories to share. So stay with us on the ride into work today. We will be right back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now. 
Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The stupid question. I have a $50 Caraba Italian Grill dining card if you answer this correctly. And I want to thank Liz. Uh, I think her last name is Skates. S-C-A-T-E-S. She emailed in and has a solid question here for us. I'm going to ask this. What does the LL stand for in LL Bean? Hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. What does LL stand for in LL Bean? We'll await that call and go through some birthdays. Today is the ninth day of December. Bo Bridges has his birthday today. I like Bo Bridges. I do too. He's, uh, he's the he, brother of Jeff, and he's son, one of my three favorite Bridges. Presidents. Son of Lloyd. <laughs> he's of the three. Yes. He's one of my three favorite Bridges. <laughs> he's the oldest brother, and uh, yeah, he's always been in some solid stuff. Fabulous Baker Brothers was a good movie that the two of them were in together. He and Jeff actually were contentious for the longest time. Oh, no really? kidding. Yes, and the Fabulous Baker Boys was the healing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it was sort of, you remember in the movie, they were antagonistic. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was, uh, it was uh, an interesting dynamic watching those two guys as right, real brothers right. play that uh, part out. But uh, he's been in tons of stuff throughout the years. Uh, celebrates his uh, 79th birthday today. Felicity Huffman has her birthday as well. Felicity. That's right. Wife of William H. Macy. Yes. And obviously she had a little issue a while back. The college scandal. Yeah. And uh, she, what does she get? A she series. Did she did her time and now she has a series. Oh, wait. What's her series? She has a, uh, It's a sitcom that's coming out. She was on Desperate yeah. Housewives. It was the first time I really became aware. No, actually Sports Night I think she was on as well. Yeah, she was. She yeah. was great on that show. And then... Um, uh, she was on Get Shorty for a little bit, and but it's a sitcom that's coming out. Is that next year, Steve? Uh, yeah, I think okay. it is. Yeah. yeah, reported on it. I don't remember the details, but uh, yeah, she got an offer. Uh, she's 58 today. Uh, it's Dick Butkus's birthday today. Dick Butkus. Yeah. I mean, Dick <clears throat> Butkus. Butkus. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you got it all right there. Yeah. Was Butkus from Rocky named after him? I wonder. You know, I always wonder where that came from. Hey, Butkus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Dick Butkus, and of course, he was the uh, butt of several jokes on uh, SNL for a while there. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Uh, but he is uh, 78 years he old. Was, he's actually... <laughs> oh, wait, no, wait, no, I'm thinking of Mike Ditka. You're thinking of Mike oh, Ditka. sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking of Mike Ditka. You know, I was right with you on that. Uh, but Dick Butkus, yeah, he's, he's one of the greats. But he was also on the Bears, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He yes. was a big pitch man. Made uh, a lot of money. That's correct. He's 78 today. Uh, Dame Judy Dench. Celebrates a birthday with Dick Butkus. <laughs> I'm sure they dated at some point. <laughs> You'll be by like seven. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, and she's a great. You want to eat some limey food or what? <laughs> uh, so she celebrates her 86th birthday today. And and uh, I thought she was great in the Bond. Uh, she played films. M. Yeah, yeah, she was excellent. Yeah, excellent. Really, really well done. John Malkovich also turns a year older oh, today. I just watched a movie with him last night that is brand new on Netflix called uh, Ava. How is it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's it's funny. When when those movies come out on Netflix, you're like, okay, this is good. But it's it's missing something, right? Like, you know, there's just it's, it, there's sort of an, an element that's like, okay, there's a reason why this didn't like hit in, on do the you, movie Do you movie think theaters. a lot of it is the simple fact that you're watching it on TV first? Maybe. Or that you... Is is that what's tainting your perception? I was wondering the same thing. Um, like, if you were to go see it in the theater, would it have what you what you expected to have? Interesting. Look into that. Yeah, I will look into that. He's such a great actor, and and he can command any role that he plays. Steve, it was a it was an okay movie. I think it was called Jenny Eight. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. And he plays a uh, like an internal affairs investigator, and he's interrogating um, uh, 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 Andy Garcia. 
and he 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 just plays it so cool and intimidating. Yeah, and he can be that way, but he can also do ridiculous comedy. If you want to see him, yes, those those red movies, yeah, the, yeah where he's kind of the comic relief. Yeah. Those uh, those movies are great. But again, I will say, places in the heart. His performance, we were talking yesterday, we tried to talk to Louis Gossett Jr. about playing a blind character, Mm -hmm. but uh, he was just unbelievably phenomenal. Uh, He is 67 today. It's Donny Osmond's birthday. Oh, my God! (laughs) I love him. We just spoke to uh, uh, Marie. Not long ago. A girl I had a crush on growing up was madly in love with Donny Osmond. I couldn't compete. I mean, he really does have gigantic teeth. He They're does. The whole family does. He, you're right. <laughs> They're actually they have to have they actually hire protection to keep ivory poachers away. Preston, I believe it. Yeah, uh, Donnie is celebrating his 63rd birthday today. What's on your necklace there? It's Osmond teeth. <laughs> you imagine that? It's illegal. <laughs> you can't steal Osmond teeth. There is an Osmond preserve in Africa. <laughs> Where they where they run yeah, free? Yeah, they can run free without fear of being dig killed. Uh, Michael Dorn, who, of course, played Lieutenant Worf, Worf yep, on uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. He also appears as a uh, relative of, uh, I believe he's playing a relative of Worf in uh, the last movie with the with the original crew. The last movie with the original crew? Uh, the, the Star Trek Undiscovered Country. Oh, yeah. He's, he's in that? The, he yeah, he's, older... he's the defense attorney for uh, Shatner. Remember, they fire on yeah. the Klingon ship. He's their defense attorney. I, I missed that. Uh, he is 68 today. Uh, Jacob Dillon from the band The Wallflowers. Oh, like, they, had, they, had a, they had a good uh, little run of songs there, I, and, and I do enjoy hearing them still to this day. Jacob Dillon is actually the one who directs and uh, does this documentary, which I think it's Echo in the Canyon. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you told us about that. That's really one good. I still need to see. Uh, he is uh, 51 years old today. Uh, also, musically, celebrating a birthday today, Trey Cool of Green Day. Solid punk drummer. Uh, he is 48 years old. Got so, to meet him one time. He's a nice enough guy. Quick question. when you So they, you get up, you know, you start to get a little on in years. How long can you rock the punk makeup? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Should you uh, switch to something a little bit more ultra? Uh, maybe a little bit more of a foundation. <laughs> but some some people keep it going, you know. Yeah. Johnny Rotten and uh, like and Johnny Depp, Robert Smith, Robert Smith. There yeah. you go, Robert yeah. Smith. Looks Johnny Depp. Though, yeah. no, I'm not saying he should. <laughs> he, 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 does. Does. he just does. Uh, looks, Robert Smith looks like the woman at the end of the bar in a Ramada. Uh, oh my yeah. God! <laughs> and it's three o'clock in the morning, uh, and you're sitting there going, "Oh, what the hell?" Yeah. Drinking straight gin. Mm-hmm. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Help if you learned I was in the queue. I guess. I don't know. Trey Cole is 48. Right, get your car. <laughs> Actor Jesse Metcalf. Oh. Uh, Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. Steve, speaking of uh, movies that are on Netflix. The Bruce Willis movie. It's terrible. So there's it's an action good. movie with Bruce Willis that Jesse Metcalf is in. You know where Jesse Metcalf shines these days, Casey? Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. He's a Hallmark he's great. guy. He's great. Him, Lacey Chabert, Danica McKellar, and uh, Jesse Metcalf. 
What is this uh, Bruce Willis movie? Don't even terrible? worry about it. If you see a movie with Jesse Metcalf and Bruce Willis <laughs> in it on your it. Netflix queue, don't okay. care. Hold on. Move Mar- on. Marissa's grabbing her microphone. While you're on the topic, the one with Ryan Phillippe, ignore that one, too. Oh, really? really? Yes. I didn't even know there was one. Yeah, it, it's obviously like five or six years old, but they're releasing it as new now. Okay. It's bad. Yeah. Oh, Hard Kill it's is the really one with mm. Bruce Willis and Jesse Metcalf. It's really, really bad. It's not good. I mean, the... the it's quote, just unquote, not good. A- action sequences and yeah. all of it, the acting, all of it, and, and like even the acting from Bruce Willis is like not good. That's why yeah. that would that would stand up to your sniff yeah. test. Uh, we also have uh, Cara Diaguardi, who was a uh, former judge on American Idol. She is fifty today. I remember the time she. I think she. Uh, there was a girl they were pushing through on American Idol because she would wear a bikini to sing. Do you remember that? Yeah. No. And, and she, Cara Diaguardi. Sat as a judge in a bikini. I, mean, I remember this is a big thing. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. Crazy thing. Yeah. She is 50 today. Uh, Simon Helberg from The Big Bang Theory. I never watched The Big Bang Theory, so I don't know who he is. Uh, he's 40 years old. He's the nerd on that show? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. He is the one with the sort of Mo Howard haircut. Oh, that guy. He does a very oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yep. does a really good Nick Cage impression. If you ever see, like, he'll show up on talk shows. He loves going on Conan and stuff like that. And his Nick Cage is incredible. Okay, all right. So he's uh, forty. And then the last birthday, somebody's been in our studio before. Michaela Maroney, oh. uh, the gymnast. Uh, she is celebrating her twenty fifth birthday. Today. So she's a wonderful follow on Instagram. However, she went through a period where she kind of corrupted everything we loved about her. Yep. And, uh, like, lip injections and stuff like that. Yeah, mm. I didn't care for yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, uh, now she's I tamped d- it back down. I kind of stopped following her because of that, because I thought she was so cute, so yes. adorable. And then she started, and and fine, she's got a, yeah. a fairly thin upper lip. It, it works for her. It looks great. And then she started plumping it up, and I'm yeah. like, that just doesn't look right. And anyway, she's uh, she's 25 today, so happy birthday to Michaela Maroney. Um, we'll go to the phones, see if somebody knows the answer to this. What does the LL stand for in LL Bean, 215-263? WMMR, it's, uh, let's see, Jen that we have on the line. Hi, Jen, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Wonderful. Jen, what does LL in LL Bean stand for? I'm going to go with Leon, Leon Wood. Leon, Leon Wood, yes, exactly. (laughs) Hang on a second. So, we have a prize for Jen. It is a $50 Carabas Italian Grill Dining Card. Feed the family this holiday season with Carabas Family Bundles featuring lasagna, spaghetti, chicken, parmesan, or salmon saparito. Ooh, that's and good. It's available through carside carryout and delivery. They feed four to five people and start at $34.99 for larger uh, parties. Carabas Catering serves 10 and up and offers individually packaged meals. Visit Carabas.com for the complete menu. I believe, now I don't shop at L.L. Bean, but I believe that L.L. Bean is known for their return policy. Yes. And that you can pretty that, much return. Forever. That's right? changed. Uh, yes. They, I know that they, re, I saw that they recently changed it. They but modified. I, I, it, it's but still incredibly it's still, liberal. Yeah. The, it's still it's very, still yeah, you're well, exactly you, right. But you, you can't. can't you can't take the slippers into the store and exchange those. I'll tell you that much. Wait, what? <laughs> Have you tried what? it? What? No, not me. This guy they, I know. Did you wear them in? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't your grandfather return a shirt like 40 years later? Sure did. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know what else is good with that is uh, Maui Gym. I get sunglasses, and their return policy is great. 
It's excellent. I have returned ones that broken, and they turn right is around it, and get you new ones. Is there any better way to secure a customer, uh, yep. a consistent oh customer, mm-hmm. than right. to, be, uh, to be a very, yep. we got it, you're covered. You policy. will shop there forever. Forever. I mean, I, I have spent more money at Nordstrom and right. Target than because their return policies are so good. They they appreciate the customer. Yeah. Did you guys have L.L. Bean backpacks? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? My kids did. Yes. No, yes. Jansport. Oh no, you oh, got yes, to like put your. Jansport, you got right. to put your initials or like a nickname on it, <laughs> and then there's the two or the one. Like that's what I think of with that. No, I, I went that to a, a one room schoolhouse and we we <laughs> we hung with the Indians. Yeah. Uh, and then they they gave us little packs made of. Uh, <laughs> Uh, raccoon pelts. <laughs> By the way, Kathy, I have some Target news coming up later on. What? It better be good news. It's not really good what? news. No. That's a tease for oh, later man, on. Oh, man, I want to know now. No, no. Uh, I, she's going to start, start shopping. She's, look at she's lighting up. Should I you start want me to tell shopping you now? now? She's no, so no, no. nervous. <laughs> okay, all right. Let me go through some uh, entertainment stories, uh, gang. We'll start with this. Dick Clark's uh, New Year's Rockin' Eve, Ryan Seacrest, 2021. Uh, apparently, the longtime host, Ryan Seacrest, is welcoming Lucy Hale to the dance floor again this year. It will be her second year in the hot seat mm-hmm. with Pose's Billy Porter this time around. Uh, they'll host the party in oh, Billy. Times Square with, uh, is it Ciara? Keep yes. the party going on in L.A., and this is her fourth time hosting uh, the West Coast party. How um, exciting it I, is going to be this year? And I guess no uh, Jenny McCarthy, because normally she's a, oh. a part of it. But it doesn't mention her here. It doesn't mean she's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unlike previous years, when a plague wasn't disrupting the fun, the broadcast will be closed to the public. So <laughs> that's going to be interesting to see um, to see uh, uh, Times Square. And is yeah. it going to be empty? You Listen, you might be able to find gray areas on other gatherings and things, and you can say, okay, well, do we need to cancel this? You are packed like oh, as, sardines. It, there's just, yeah. there's no way you can have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hale shared the news on Twitter, writing, so excited. Who's ready to be done with 2020? So that's <laughs> going to be your lineup for the New Year's Rock and Eve. Uh, not everybody's thrilled by Prince William and Kate Middleton's decision to embark on a three-day royal tour of the UK. One Welsh official greeted their arrival saying that he would rather, quote, uh, no one was having unnecessary visits during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Welsh Health Minister Von Geving said that he wasn't particularly bothered or interested. I couldn't care less. (laughs) Why don't you go back to where you come from? (laughs) I come from here. That's a good point. <laughs> Lord Geving, how do you feel about this? I could not care less. When, when asked... Aberration. On uh, BBC... I was a fighting in Africa in World War II to end up as a spectacle for the spoiled, pompous little bastard. <laughs> when asked on BBC Radio if he thought the couple should travel to Wales when the region has been seeing high COVID-19 infections, adding that Wales is not seeing a decline in infections and may need to institute further uh, restrictions. Go kill the Welsh. He had said, uh, he, had said he was not particularly bothered or interested. Uh, Scottish leader uh, Nicola Sturgeon suggested, meanwhile, that they uh, travel to Edinburgh despite being told that crossing the border wasn't warranted. Uh, so a few of the officials are weighing in mm. on that. Jamie Foxx is opening up about the tough times that his family is going through. The 52-year-old posted a photo of his younger sister, uh, Deirdre Dixon, on social media saying, 
uh, that the pair have been suffering unimaginable hardships since losing their sister, Deandra Dixon, at the age of 36 on October 19th. You remember she had uh, Down syndrome. Down right? syndrome. That's uh, apparently the center of, like, his life, right? That was, like, his best friend. Yeah, he wrote, uh, I would like to give a beautiful shout-out to this young lady, meaning uh, his younger sister, Deirdre, not Deandra, who passed away. Right. He said, this is my sister, Deirdre, over the past few months. Uh, she's been tested emotionally and physically. I have watched her grow from a little girl in the hood to doing hair for the biggest movies on the planet. I've also watched her grow as a caretaker to our family. Um, we have been hit with unimaginable hardships during the pandemic. Uh, Deirdre is a hairstylist who has worked on uh, The Five Bloods and Avengers Endgame in addition to films with her brother like Baby Driver and mm-hmm. Django Unchained. Uh, he had said, uh, the pain has been excruciating for us, but she's held us together with her love and her wisdom, when I say I love her to the moon and back, it's not enough. Please send her energy. Please send her good vibes. Tears in my eyes right now. Uh, what's what's the status of that uh, Mike Tyson film he was working on, Preston? Do you, do I don't remember that. that yeah, he, he's playing Uh-oh. Mike Tyson. He's playing Mike That's Tyson? That's supposedly what the, the deal is. Yeah, remember he was getting in, in shape wow. and people were watching, seeing how he was training and looking like, you know, Mike of yore. Interesting. I mean, you, listen, he's in phenomenal shape, but yeah. he he doesn't seem quite stocky enough. To I know, be, I know. To physically, yeah. play the part, but he could listen. He he can play pretty much any role. He's an incredibly talented actor. Fox's daughter, uh, Karina Fox, uh, commented that she is the best auntie in the world. Of course, uh, no cause of death though was revealed for Deandra, who was uh, named the global ambassador for the Global Down Syndrome Foundation in 2011. Uh, we think he's got problems. Supermodel Haley Bieber says she wants to be transparent about her skin struggles. Oh, no. Oh, uh, she, eczema? No, I she mean, actually... death just, of family members is troubling, but when you have a zit... she had No, she has an inflammatory rash. Oh, it's okay. called uh, perioral uh, dermatitis. Uh, dermatitis, I'm sorry. With her 30 million followers, she shared this. 30, the 24-year-old said uh, that she's had a condition for a few years now. Uh, she noted it's on day three in the picture, so it's calmed down a lot, she says. Preston. Uh, yeah. You have a skin condition. I do. I have a skin condition. Yes. Should well, we collectively tell her to shut her mouth? Lots of people have yep. skin conditions. Uh, so, <laughs> Beaver added shut up. Uh, that it gets triggered by different things and usually shows up on my cheeks or around my mouth or sometimes uh, around and under my eyes. She's beautiful. What happens is What happens is with these things, and you know, in your mind, it's the biggest thing in the world. Right. And and when you learn that, like, you know, the, the things you think people are fixating on, they haven't even noticed. Yeah. You know? And when you're perfect, you yes. know, any little thing is... Uh, throws you off. Throws you off. I'm going to give her a pass because she has had such a profound and positive effect on Justin Bieber. She I'm really gonna, has. I'm going to let her have a pass. She brought that. him around, didn't yeah, she? she? Okay. Did. Well, yeah, she's married to Justin, and uh, she said that that's why... For my skin, personally, I go for super gentle anti-inflammatory products that will help soothe my skin. And this won't, doesn't sound like a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, won't trigger a dermatitis breakout. Yeah. Imagine my joy finding out they're available at Target and Walmart. <laughs> In a later post, she explained that she has to use a hypoallergenic organic laundry detergent always because otherwise she'd get a breakout. And then I, when I was told they could be shipped and get there in time for the holidays, I was ecstatic. Uh, she In May, she spoke out on her... And uh, Justin's Facebook series, The Bieber's on Watch. i got to watch that. Said, actually, within the last year, I started getting a little bit of uh, onset adult acne, too, from my IUD. Uh, bec- Wait. That's a, a, a roadside bomb. 
an IED, but an oh, IUD yeah. is a... Um, Intrauterine device. device. Yeah, right? Yep. Onset acne, two from my IUD because I'd never been on birth control before. Okay. that can It can happen. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. in fact, birth control a lot of times is used to, yes. to control. It used to be, yeah. yeah. Uh, she said, so my hormones were a little out of balance. But for me, my spot was my forehead. It would be like a little pattern. She said. What's wrong with your forehead? Gandalf? Yes. I run all the dermatological efforts here in the Shire. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Listen, mortar had to have been a nightmare on your skin, dude. It was unbelievable. It dried that, it out. That sulfur and... Unbelievably <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> you poor thing. It's really accentuated my crow's feet. Well... Uh, so anyhow, uh, so she said it would be like a little pattern on her forehead. You can't even imagine the joy when I receive my Kylie lip kit in the mail. <laughs> they have those in, in the land of Tolkien. Gandalf, what's with your lips? What do you mean? <laughs> he's, he's just overly sensitive about it. I just, I had him propped up. <laughs> he points and causes an explosion on the other Look side over there. of the shire. Look over there. Look over there. It's the Westminster Dorfshire. Uh, all right. So, Jersey Shore star Mike the Situation Sorrentino and his wife Lauren are expecting a baby boy. Yeah. Uh, they're due in May. I saw this uh, post on, uh, it couldn't have been Instagram. Uh, had to have been Twitter. I'm so happy for these guys. And it, I, his wife is really, really hot. His face, like, he, he's got, like, a cartoon nose. It's Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. He okay. looks like he was drawn by a mall sketch artist. <laughs> I, I've, I've said this. Um, he, he, he looks very rubbery. Uh-huh. He reminds me of a... Um, an Idiot? I and I, no, and I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> of, of, a, of a comic strip... His face does anyway. like a Don Martin, Preston. No, 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 no. More, more like a. Uh, it was like something you literally would have seen in the newspaper. One, one of the a famous comics, but I can't think of who it is. God, his biceps are gigantic. Though yeah. we're looking at this picture of him, he's really ballooned up. He, 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 he put on a ton of weight, Jeez. a ton of muscle in in jail. And, uh, you know, there is the rumor that he's doing roids, but I wouldn't think so. His wife is lovely. Yeah, well, he's supposed to be sober, and and being sober and taking steroids are like, eh, not simpatico. Okay. Um, I don't know if I used that word right or not. You did. I did. Oh, good. Um, But, uh, Press, I'm trying to think if, is it Beetle Bailey that he looks like? No, well, a little bit of that, but no, there's one I have in my mind, and I can't remember the character's name. I know know where you're going. I'll figure it out at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the news of the baby being expected comes uh, a few weeks after uh, she announced that she was pregnant with their first child together. By the way, we're going to have Snooky on this week. Are we? Yeah, well, we can tomorrow, ask. She's got a right? podcast or something that, right. we're, that she's promoting, so we will we will ask Snooky about that because she's a mom a couple times over, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in a movie that feels like poetic justice, Contagion director Steven Soderbergh will produce the 2021 Oscars along with Oscar-nominated producer Stacey Scher and Emmy nominee Jesse Collins. Uh, the 93rd Oscars ceremony is currently scheduled to air April 25th on ABC. It's normally in February or January? E- February, I okay. believe, yeah. yeah. And then this year, of course, the money is on Best Picture nominee The Croods 2. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait yeah. to see that one. <laughs> Like the only, it's the only thing in the theaters. Tenet and the Croods going up against each other <laughs> in the same category. 
<laughs> Ser- Seriously? <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, I have uh, news about Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Uh, he shared his outrage over Warner Media's surprise decision to send all of its 2021 films directly to HBO Max next oh. year. He told The Hollywood Reporter... Some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking that they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out that they were working for the worst streaming service. Warner Brothers had an incredible machine for getting a filmmaker's work out everywhere, both in theaters and in the home, and they are dismantling it as we speak. They don't even understand what they're losing. Their decision makes no economic sense and even the most casual Wall Street investor can see the difference between disruption and dysfunction. So he's not happy about it. I, uh, I would listen to any argument on that case. He's certainly connected more than are we to the financial aspects of this. But I think um, I, I can't listen. I understand it, but I, I'm yeah. pretty excited to well, see Wonder Woman. Well, as a consumer, yeah. 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 As a consumer yeah. Yeah. we want to we, be able to see these. Yeah, I and, understand and th- it. I almost look at Preston. There's a medicinal benefit to a lot of this for all this crap of being locked down and not having any new movies. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a purist. I think he's you know, a very much a purist. You know, he, yeah. he was so insistent on Tenet being released into the yes. theaters. You know, and, and I get it. You know, that it, it, he sees himself as an artist, and so therefore the best way to experience that art is in theaters. We are just in different times, you know. You know, so like next yeah. year, uh, no matter what your your position is, it's just going to be easier for so many people to stay home, and at least they'll get that content. You know, well, that's Spielberg how I'm is it. also like Spielberg was very much against a movie that was directly released to Netflix being eligible for a an Oscar, right? And so this this battle goes on, you know. Uh, it's evolving. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think there are a lot of movies that can be released directly to the theater, and it, when, when we get past this. But I think a lot of most people, I think, would want to see a movie on the level of Wonder Woman or like the, the Bond movie in a theater in yeah. a big blowout scenario. There are, I, there, I don't, I don't think that's going to change. No, there always have been movies where I'm like, I don't want to see this for the first time on my TV. I want to see this on the big screen with the with the yeah, s- like Dolby are you going to watch Endgame on your iPad? Yeah, with my fifteen dollar popcorn. Like yeah. that's that's how I want <laughs> to see this. Well, even even movies that don't demand to be seen on the big screen because of their scope, sometimes just want to go to the movie. Yeah, yeah, you know? I mean, just to go somewhere else and sit in it in a night a dark room. And, and have that experience. So yeah. I think that's it, it will forever be a desire yes. for, for people to do. Uh, by the way, I got a text from my friend. He's saying uh, that uh, the situation looks like mutts. Is mutts it? I don't know, uh, I don't know. comics. Okay. I've had, there are people texting in saying Iggy. I looked that up. Uh-huh. I, no, I don't know yeah. Iggy. Andy Cap, not really. Jughead, maybe. The, the round face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iggy, maybe a, a fit Ziggy. Um, Dagwood, somebody says not quite Dagwood, but... Thank you. I appreciate it. We're getting there. By the way, uh, piggybacking off that last story, uh, HBO Max has reached 12.6 million activations as of early December, up from 8.6 million at the end of the third quarter. Uh, AT&T CEO John Stanky. (laughs) (laughs) No, you've got to change that name. Listen, he had to become a CEO. With a name like Stanky, you either go all the way or you're just going to be... You, 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 you know, Stanky called me in his office. That's probably <laughs> what motivated him to become the boss. I'd like to see some Stanky on this. <laughs> do the Stanky leg. What is that? Uh, what is that? Uh, the nene. Uh, what is yeah, that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Stanky leg. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Do the stanky leg. Um, so <laughs> this project needs some Stanky on it. Uh, hey, there's another guy whose last name is Hangdown. <laughs> yeah. Stanky. Stanky and Hangdown. Get some Stanky on, the, on this Hangdown. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, so John Stanky reveals that uh, total hours of engagement are also up uh, by 36% in the past 30 days. Have you uh, activated yet your uh, HBO Max? Because no. you have H- you have HBO on your service, <laughs> I do. You just all you do is when you sign on, you're going to verify that you have a, it with your regular service, and then you get HBO Max. I'm waiting for when I someone else to do it. No, no, when I have <laughs> to use it when I, when there's yeah. something I want because Dune or is it Dune? Dune's going to be on HBO. Dune's going to be on HBO Max. And what is um, uh, you're going to want to see Wonder Woman before that on uh, in a couple weeks? Yes, and also uh, what is the stand coming out on? That is a CBS, CBS All yeah. Access. I can't. I, can't I know. Keep them straight. I just burped. I had to pay uh, for CBS All Access. You did, yeah. Yeah, you, just simply having CBS didn't make nope. a damn I, bit of difference. You still got to pay for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that the, the trial periods will be enough <laughs> oh, to yeah. just yeah, cover one. the ones that I want to see. I've done you know that. what I mean? So, and then you bail on it. So Until something else comes along and then you then you yep. dive and, you, yeah. and then, then you pay for it. Steve, can I borrow your access codes to uh, CBS All Access? <laughs> I would love to give out all that information. All right, um, let's see. Drew Barrymore is uh, going to give dating a shot again. She shared this on her uh, show on Tuesday. She said, I recently made a gesture. I sent a little care package to someone. For reals, I did it, she said. I don't know what will happen, and I have to tell you, I sent it without any expectation. I was Wait, just... she sent, sent a care package in order to date? I guess so. She said, oh. I was just so proud to brush off the icicles and even just think about something cute to do. Just that's... to say I love you. That's part of a romance. <laughs> she should get with Cowper. Oh, oh my yes. God. Let's do something fun tonight. Something thick. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to have spit guards all over the house. <laughs> that was wonderful. It was sick. <laughs> oh my god! That was the best date of my life. It was sick. Talk about simpatico. I don't want to go out tonight. I'm not feeling so good. I feel sick. <laughs> it's take your temperature. You might be sick. So Drew Barrymore Are you going to get the vaccination? Date. <laughs> they have to. They're spitting all over I each know, other. I know, yeah, yeah. It's got a virus. <laughs> I can't just wear a face mask. I have to wear a diving helmet. <sighs> all right. Uh, this is... I wear a rebreather. This is pretty damn cool. <laughs> Emmy and Golden Globe nominee Alfred Molina is returning as scientist turned villain Otto Octavius Dr. Octopus in the forthcoming installment of Sony Marvel's Tom Holland-led Spider-Man franchise. So, love it. Th- honestly, I-, I-, I can love multiverses and mm-hmm. I can hate multiverses. What they're doing here with this, I am really excited about. Uh, yeah. The fact that they're going to, like with the Flash movie, Preston, and you're going to have Andrew Garfield in this. You're going to have Do- Toby Maguire, apparently. Yep. You're going to have... They might have Emma Stone and uh, yeah. Kirsten Dunst and Zendaya. And Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx. What about Miles Morales? I don't know about that. Uh, uh, wait, uh, Miles Morales from... Um, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, but it was animated, so yeah. I, I don't know. It would look like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say this, though, Case. They are, they are working on the, the next movie. I think... Doc Ock is uh, my favorite villain of the movies yeah. because also he has the most tragic story. Yeah. He, you know, he he um, he was trying to do the right thing and right. he was really a kind, good guy. 
uh, but it is the the appendages that take control of him. Yep, yep. I I thought it was. Uh, I, I agree. It was uh, of that particular realm of the Spider-Man stories. He was my favorite. And the the train sequence. Oh, mm-hmm. The action I, is is as, top notch, as good as anything. So John Watts is back to direct the sequel in the two billion dollar grossing franchise. Uh, and yeah, Spider-Man is currently scheduled for release. Uh, December 17th of next year, so almost uh, a year away from now. We'll see huh. if that holds or not. Uh, the creators of Black Mirror released a, um, I guess it was a teaser. Uh, it's titled Death to 2020. Uh, it is uh, from Black Mirror creators Charlie Brooker and Annabelle Jones. Annabelle. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, The clip doesn't reveal much aside from uh, describing <laughs> Death to 2020 as a comedy event. That they're still making, plus a cast that includes Samuel L. Jackson, who Grant, Lisa Kudrow, uh, also Tracy Ullman, uh, Leslie Jones, a bunch of people. Uh, in a recent interview, Hugh Grant revealed that uh, the project is a mockumentary in which he plays a repellent historian being interviewed about his, this year. The press release for the special describes it as a comedy event that tells the story of a dreadful year that was and perhaps still is. Uh, this landmark documentary-style special weaves together some of the world's most fictitious, renowned voices with real-life archival footage spanning the past 12 months. Release date has not been announced as of yet. Hey, speaking of... Um, Annabelle. <laughs> uh, there is an uh, Annabelle announcement that's going to happen in an hour from right now. Oh, that's All right. right. Thank you, uh, Case. I forgot to, uh, to mention that, so we'll have something from Annabelle later. Annabelle. Right, we're, we're ready for clips, clips, All clips. Right. A good-natured high school teacher works with gifted but misfit students at his alma mater in Mr. Iglesias. Mm. Gabriel Iglesias, who we spoke to yesterday, compares this role as a teacher uh, to doing stand-up. Here we go. I needed to find an element that reminded me of stand-up. It it was uh, the closest thing where I could still be on my feet and I could still have people in front of me and have a live studio audience. So it was the closest thing to actually being on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Season three of Mr. Iglesias is streaming now on Netflix. And then one more clip. Tonight, NBC presents a stage production of Dr. Seuss, the Grinch musical, filmed at the Troubadour Theater in London. And in this clip, star Matthew Morrison praises the music in the show despite his initial unfamiliarity with the music. I, I wasn't actually aware of the Grinch musical. Um, I, I've heard, I heard it was out there and stuff, but I, I didn't really know the music going into this or I've never seen the show. And I'm just really taken by it. I think this production is so charming and so well thought out and just, uh, like I said, another um, incarnation of this classic story that we all know and love. Thing sucks! Dr. Seuss, The Grinch's musical, uh, The Grinch musical airs tonight, 8 o'clock, and that is on NBC. And I'm happy to say that for the first time all week, we have a beautiful sunrise. Yeah. We've been denied them uh, because of the cloud cover. We do have some cloud cover, but for whatever reason, it is made for a beautiful view. That's not going to work and entertain the people of Philadelphia. (laughs) Why don't you put on your pantaloons? Have your breakfast, get in your conveyance, and head over to the radio station. I'll have some po- potatoes and crispy bacon. Uh, second breakfast. This is yes. This is in, in uh, twelve season. Noon season. 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is what I want it to look like in the shower when yeah, I wake up yeah, in the morning. Absolutely. It's, it's beautiful. So I think uh, I think things are looking up. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, we will come back in just a moment or two, and we'll dive into the day's topics. Make sure that you stay with us on the drive-in today. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR has been to some strange places. And now we're at Radio.com. Come visit. I teased this during the entertainment report, Kathy, that uh, <laughs> Target had an announcement. Yes. And you asked if it was good news, and I yeah. said, no, it's not oh, good news. But <laughs> I, I don't know if it's horrible news. Uh, Target's CEO. Do you know the, who the CEO is? You know Target what? Is? I did used to know the CEO's <laughs> name. Oh, and I forget. God, I would be impressed if you knew. Uh, I did I did know. When you say it, I'll know it. Brian, and the last name is a uh, a famous college name. University of Southern California? No, Cornell. University of Southern It's not? No. Oh, okay. Uh, has announced on the brand's website, uh, to be extra cautious, Target will stop accepting in-store product returns and exchanges for oh. the next three weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. So they did this initially back in March. Okay. And it was a pain. And listen, if... If they're doing that again, that's uh, no problem. But it was such a backup once they started accepting returns again. Mm. Why don't they just, like, fire hose spray disinfectant over everything? Well, you know what? Actually, speaking of that, I was at another store. Uh, where the heck was I? I think it was, it was TJ Maxx. And there was um, a uh, Nespresso back. And I was said to the girl, I go, ooh, I said, how much is that? Can I take a look at it? It was like back uh, yeah. behind the cash registers as though somebody had returned it. And she goes, you can look at it, but I can't sell it to you for three days. So if you return oh. something, okay. they, it sits in the dressing rooms, which are not quarantine, yeah. open right now for three days, and then they'll sell it. Okay. Um, and the reason, Preston, the reason why this is a big deal is because I believe that Target charges if you mail the return back. Okay. Oh. They charge Here, shipping there's, there's a follow-up. He added, but don't worry if you have a return that expires during during that period because we'll still honor them three weeks past the holding period. Right. Uh, effective immediately, Target employees will also no longer handle reusable bags, and paper and plastic bags will be available at checkout. Uh, local stores will waive any corresponding fees associated with them. Additionally, checkout lanes will be cleaned after each guest interaction. Uh, the store also recently adjusted store hours. Most locations will now close at 9 p.m., and the oh, first really? hour of shopping each Wednesday will be reserved for vulnerable guests. See, this is going back to what they did yeah. in March. Yeah. Okay. okay. So just that was an update for you. Okay. Okay. Hey, Kathy, you want an old person to go to Target with? I'll go with you. <laughs> Steve. Yeah, because you can, you can get, get early. Who can this get is in? my daughter. <laughs> she well, wants to buy an espresso. Steve will put you in a wheelchair and <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. wheel you around the store. He'll have all kinds of, like, makeup brushes. Target, watch that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Steve, we're going shopping. Uh, speaking of, of shopping for gifts and whatnot, Marissa Gate, I, this is, she said I should open this on the air. Ooh. It's a gift. I don't know who, is it from you? Nope. It is not. Okay. I don't know who this is from. Okay. She's like, do you want to, Casey, said, Casey, step back a little bit. She right. said it's not a, uh, a big, big right. deal, but, but that I will, uh. Guys, will, just step back a bit away from Preston, if you would. <laughs> just in case. Just is it ticking? Okay. Should I read this first or I can read this first? Mm. Uh, it says, uh, the phony ears have arrived. Hey! Hey! This is from caller oh Joe Tripoli. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. The phony ears have arrived. Thanks for seeing the humor. I swear it would have taken off big if it weren't for Bluetooth. <laughs> the idea came when flip phones were still the dominant phone style. <laughs> 
and driving while talking was illegal. It was a it was at a party that I made an ear from cardboard and stuck it on my phone. Huge hit. Everyone laughed. So I gambled and I mass produced eight thousand of them. Oh my god! Shucked and jived with them on the AC boardwalk and at least made my money back. Oh all, good! He says all worth it. Loads of fun. A great experience. And I can at least add inventor to my card. And he wants us to enjoy. So he actually sold these on the boardwalk in Atlanta. Listen, you don't even have to. The, the Bluetooth thing is not even an issue. Just a phone cover that when you hold it up to your ear, looks like another ear. It's not a phone cover. Okay, so it's a, here. All right, now sure. I understand. Yeah. Oh, you get it? It's just a novelty ear that you stick on your phone. Oh. Okay, so hang on here. I'm going to give you guys each get an ear. Okay. Oh, sweet. He's from Joe, so hang on a second here. And he's got... Thousands of these here, Kathy, Nick. Here Here's you go. Your Here's ear. your ear, Steve. Joe, Kat. I love you. Here's an ear for you, Casey. <laughs> oh, there you go. Ear for you. Oh my god! I don't, I don't god. understand what's happening here. So you, you, look oh, at the you picture. Look at the photo. Yeah. Phony, Phony ear. Phony. You got it. Phony. Yeah. So it's a little ear, and it's just supposed to look funny because at the time when he made these, you were not allowed to be driving and talking on your phone at the same time. Right. You weren't allowed to hold the phone up to your ear. <laughs> And this was pre-Bluetooth, like he was saying, so you had to hold the phone up to your ear. So it's a, it's a little, I can't hook it up. On, there you Look, go. Does Kat, it work? It needs to be up higher, like where your actual ear is. It can't go up higher because it's hanging on my pop socket. Okay. Your what socket? Her pop socket. Her pop socket. Uh, pop socket. socket. I can hold the phone if up If you want a here. great meal, was that a big deal? Work? Yeah. Pop, pop socket. Pop socket. Yeah. Uh, no, it still doesn't work, Kathy. It still doesn't work. It's too like this at the very very top. There you go. Steve's got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're no, like this. Around your it, phone. It's supposed to be hands free, guys. Like this. Yeah. Right? No. Can't even tell. Yeah. I've just got... <laughs> <laughs> you can barely even tell. All right. How'd you get that to stay on your ear? He put I... on the other side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So Joe's got a garage full of these. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Poor guy. What the hell do you do with these? You send gotta, them to radio to us. Yeah, I guess that's what you do. He was happy to unload a few of them. So thank you, Joe. That was <laughs> great. That was awfully nice of you. Um, I do have, speaking of, of gifts and Christmas time and all that stuff. Oh, Really cool article uh, that Kathy sent to me. It was by our friend Victor Fiorello over at Philly Mag. And it's about a local guy who's created an app that I think is going to take off yeah. in this area. But it's not limited to this area. So he's from Delco, by the way. Oh, of uh, his name is Mike Kane. And he created the Christmas Prism app. Okay, Prism, sir. not prison. Christmas Prism. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's a 36-year-old dad. He's got an 11-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. Lives in Delco. And in, mid- in mid-November, he had put his kids in the car, and they went out to find some some light oh, displays. I love this. And they located a couple of houses, but they didn't know where to go from there. So he said, I spent three weekends designing my Christmas Prism app. And essentially... It helps you find the cool, elaborately decorated homes in and around your area. So if you're serving time and you're about to get out. No, not prison. Prism. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> no, I, I, I I love this. So it's, it's user generated. So it's like a, you know, Waze, how Waze yeah. get, gets its information from people who are actively using it at the time. Okay. So it's going to take a little while for it to really, it already has, they already have hundreds and hundreds of people on board. But as uh, people continue to get on board with this, it, the um, it will increase the number of 
places to go look and check them out. And they're rated as well, so you can get an idea of how elaborately these places so are, the, are decorated. The, the house owner who puts up four inflatables and a floodlight is not going to end up... Or if they do, they're not going to get a good review. Yeah, it might end up on there, but right. it might not be a really super-duper right. popular one. It doesn't mean that you don't want to go by and check it out. I know. Uh, but he said, I spent uh, three weekends designing my Christmas Prism app late on Friday nights and early on Saturday mornings before breakfast. Uh, the content of the app, like I said, is user-generated. It said if, if you're the person with an elaborate light display <clears throat> excuse me, at your home... You upload one photo of your house as well as your location to the app, and that's it. And if you're the person in search of elaborate holiday light displays, you look at the app and the built-in map, and it shows you where they all are. And then you pick the ones you want to visit. Once you've seen a display, you can like it within the app, and you can add comments as well. And so the likes add up to a rating, which is indicated by an icon representing your house on the map. If you get an elk that means you have just a few likes. A snowman means you're getting better, and if it goes uh, and it goes on up from there to a giant snow globe, which indicates that you have more than 25 likes. And he had said, Mike had said, I figured that I'd maybe get 50 downloads by Christmas, uh, but we're well over 800 in its first week. Wow, so, that's great. I mean, this is. I, I think you're right, Preston. I, I, I hope he is the uh, the one that ends up with this app across the country because this is a thing where you you always say, "Let's go drive around and look at lights," but it's usually word of mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes yeah. we vetted and put together lists and asked people to send in their stuff. But um, we can only have so many. To have this at the ready when you just on a whim say, let's go out for a drive, is great. Yeah, and um, what I love about it is that uh, well, we had tried to find something like this last year. And we, and we had we, we found one that kind of, it, it, it wasn't very reliable. It, it wasn't reliable. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, would, I would agree. That's right, it stinks. Um, but we're, we're lucky we have some, you guys know the... Um, Joe Derelick, he has the, that one house that's just... Yeah, yeah. He was on that TV show. Oh, that yes. Right. TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, I saw him on the news yesterday already. Uh, so they're up and running. We have a few big ones like that in our area. But outside of that, I don't know any of them. And we tried to uh, to use a service last year. I think it was a website. And it wasn't very reliable. So I think this is going to hit the mark. Uh, and the fact that it's using the, the Waze sort of um, mechanism yeah. where it's it's um user driven and user rated yeah. i think is going to be uh great so uh, yeah I, I love that whole aspect you know we end up people come by our house cuz we have the santa up on the uh, on the on the porch and uh you'll hear kids talking to it from their cars and stuff like that it's it's pretty awesome by the way the inflatables are getting better uh there's there's a a house in my neighborhood and i it's <laughs> cute when people overdo it with the inflatables and everything but I, but i've seen it done but they have a couple up that I've never seen before that are pretty cool. One of them is Santa on an on an elephant. I don't know why, because that's how he uh, he travels. But it's actually pretty cool. I was very surprised. I had one for years that was great, which was Santa's and an inflatable Santa sitting in a chair with the dog, uh, a, a dog next to him, like coming up and down on on his lap, and the yeah. whole thing. And some of them are really great. What I've seen that's inventive along this line, Preston, is. In the daytime, it looks like there's been a Christmas massacre on the yard with all these things deflate. There is a contraption 
where you can it, it will display up out of the out of the the box basically yeah. and when it when it deflates it deflates back into, into the, the box, box. so that. you don't have uh, the, these these strewn about at least it looks a little decorative is the, right. is the box like almost look like a christmas present or is it, it yes, just yes a... on the outside but it's it's basically a big almost like if you were to do like a like a big planter around the thing yeah, that's a, but right. it just yeah. deflates down in it and it's decorative around the outside i think that looks a little bit better because it looks, it's to me, a, it looks crappy. Yeah, so there's a house in Plymouth Meeting, and it is every ounce of the front lawn, and it's pretty big. It's a big <laughs> front lawn. is covered in inflatables. And I went by during the day, yeah. and, I, and you just reminded me of saying that. I have to go back at <laughs> night. I mean, when I tell you, I want to say, I'm going to try to count. I'm going to go, I'll try to go by tonight yeah. and count. I think probably... 60? 60. Yeah. Like wow. In Jesus. That, yeah, in, so the, Rick, in that area. Um, Kath, Rick Jackson, who works here at the radio station, his uh, parents have the same exact thing. And they do the same thing on Halloween, too. I don't know where they store this stuff. Well, but they're the entire... I figure it's not that much storage. It, it deflates down. But you also have the motor that goes with it. Even a small one is, is a decent-sized box. Yeah. Yeah. You come down to a fairly... Yeah. It, it's smaller than I had anticipated. But if you have that many, yeah, you might have to might have to rent some storage yeah, space. Yeah. Don't know. Steve, I saw a creative fix the other day, and it was uh, all, where all the um, inflatables had deflated and were on the front lawn during the day. There was uh, a Yoda standing in between all of them with his lightsaber up, so it looked like he had... <laughs> Kill them all. all of them. That's right. Uh, yeah, that. and then yeah. they had sort of melted into the earth. It was great. I like that. I uh, finally got one last year. We were. My wife is sort of anti-inflatables, uh, right? And right. Then, but there was a giant Olaf, and it was just sitting there. And and uh, that's cute. It, it and my just, daughter. And uh, my daughter played Olaf in the Frozen Junior uh, musical. So it has I meaning. Like, I had to. Yeah. I had uh, a neighbor of mine had a couple of years ago. It's like a fifteen foot tall. <laughs> Darth Vader holding a candy cane <laughs> instead of a lightsaber. Uh-huh. That's pretty fun. I say this. I, like I um, we'll walk around our neighborhood and and if and I again I've noticed a marked increase in people decorating. And I think it's just the need to do something yeah. fun and festive. But uh, Preston, if you put up a couple, even just like lights in your windows, the candle. Any little bit, I'll walk by and you know, it looks great. No matter what you do, just to kind of keep that spirit going. I minimized a little bit this year. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. But over- you did something. But I've, I've done. I've overdone it on some years, and this year I didn't. I just didn't feel like going the full distance. So in my area, it's. Uh, I believe all of the townships are doing a competition, and basically you can enter your Christmas lights into this competition. So one of my neighbors, you is just going all out. So, right. but like very. Uh, very classy. So okay. you remember we talked about the trees at the William Penn Inn? How they, oh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. they go up Covered every single branch. Oh, right. Yes. yes. Okay, so that's what he's doing. Wow. And he's got his he's got his this huge tree in his front lawn. Um and then, you know, he did like the he lined the top of the house and uh, you know, the second floor, the first floor, and then uh the ground with those white, like big lights so that look perf- not the ones that hang, you know, they're perfectly straight across. It looks really right, nice. Right, right, right. By the way, speaking of the William Penn Inn, remember yeah. we had a guy that called in and said, Yeah, they read do those every year. Every yeah. year. A bunch of crap. No. I went by there in the summer and they were still up. Ah! Yeah. Which is great. I don't care. But but I think, it's, I yeah. think they've changed their mind and they, they leave them up. Because I was like, how can you do that much work every year? It's like meticulous. You'd be yeah. doing it all year. Yeah. Uh, but that it such a great look, Kathy. Yeah. But I mean, so I, I'm anticipating a lot of neighborhoods uh, or a lot of houses looking, you know, over the top because everybody wants to take part in this competition. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so back to this guy and the app. Uh, remember, it is called uh, the Christmas Prism app. If you want to, uh, if you want to download that, you can get it. It's Christmas Prism P R I S M. I, mean, I, I 
I wish him all the luck in the world. But, but his name great. is Mike Kane. It's an interesting story. He had never programmed. He had never done any type of uh, IT work uh, a day in his life until after he turned 30. When he was 21, he developed what was called CIDP, a rare and debilitating nerve disease. Huh. He had sensory loss. He couldn't wink his eyes. Oh, my wow. gosh. Uh, he was, as he describes it, paralyzed at times. And it took nearly 10 years to get him uh, for him to successfully battle CIDP. And then when he got the all clear from his doctor on his 30th birthday, he decided that he needed a new course in life. He said he wanted to try something he'd never done before. So he wanted to prove something to himself. He said, so I picked up the heart. I picked the hardest thing I could think of. I taught myself code. And it took me a year of reading books and practicing around the clock all day, every day. And now he's a team leader at Center City tech firm uh, Connectify, where he and his team developed um, something called Speedify and VPN. I'm not familiar with those, but some people might be. So Speedify? That's a- Connectify. Oh <laughs> what do we do with those? Are they Here. still there? Yeah. Speedify. Oh, come on, you. Here it's frozen. Connectify. Electrify. It's the Christmas Prism app. Okay. Christmas prism, go Christmas prism. All right, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's an excellent story. Uh, hang on, so here Chris oh, yeah. wants to jump in. Hi, Chris, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. I don't mean to bother you guys at work. <laughs> it's okay. Fear not, Chris. What's up? Hi. So this last weekend, I just went past a house. It's outside of Mullica Hill, New Jersey. It's in Middleton. Okay. Um, it's called the Griswold House. Yeah, how crowded was it? We went there last year. How crowded was it this year? Oh, my word. The traffic was just yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> we were in line for probably 20 minutes, half hour, and the police are trying to have it so that it only flows one in one direction. So is it is it done ex- like to that extent to that extravagant yeah, it was, extent? It was on my list one of the was years. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We went last year and we went just as the sun was going down, so traffic really wasn't that bad. But I mean the house doesn't look exactly like the Griswold no, house, but yeah. they have all right. the accoutrement uh with it. You know, they got a you know, cop car that's on the lawn right. and you know, uh, cousin Eddie's um mobile van and that there is an R V. <laughs> yeah, Clark. Um, and they collect for toys for tots. That's they wonderful. do. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Nice. All right. Thank yeah. you, Chris. We appreciate it. Did you um, see the? I'm sorry, Preston. The uh, the the people who did the 3D um, recreations of the um, Home Alone cast. Yeah, yeah. With the the wet bandits. Yeah, out the front. wet bandits out front. It's great. That yeah, is cool. Uh, I will go to Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. What's up, Jen? Well, I live in Bucks County, and there's a little tiny village called Humeville. Whoville. Humeville. Humeville. Hume. Humeville. Humeville. Yeah. Okay. And they have decided to do a theme, and so now it is known as Whoville. And ah. you know, the, the little square in the middle of the town are all decorated like Whoville. So they're trying to do it very Dr. Seuss, like right out of that. Yes, That's it is cool. absolutely adorable. I like hey, I love that. I like it. Do they nice. gather in the town and sing that? We need that. that. Would be adorable. Yeah. All right, thank you, Jen. <laughs> what are they singing, by the way? I don't know. I think it's gibberish. I think yeah. it's, you know, it's Dr. Seuss. Well, Dr. Seuss throws all yeah, kinds sure, of Jewish yeah, yeah, words yeah. in it, so I think that's what it might be. Uh, but then again, I don't know. Dahu Forazel, Dahu Hordorazel. 
Oh, yeah. Seriously. Dahu. Wait, what? Bahu Forazel. Dahu Dorazel. <laughs> welcome Christmas. Christmas. Something. Welcome, welcome. It was at that moment that the Grinch realized they were idiots. And then it says, Fahu Ramas. <laughs> Dahu Damas. So it's, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. It's Susie. You a dumbass. Dahu Doraz. You, you an idiot. idiot. You an uh, idiot. Idiot. That's Boris Karloff who did the first. Um, so oh. this is called the Christmas Prism app. And by the way, we're getting texts of people saying you can't get it on an Android. Device. Oh, really? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's true. So I, I just wanted to give a quick plug. There's one near me uh, on King of Prussia Road across from Cabrini and Eastern College. And Kathy, it's like the, the Pine Tree Inn. Is that what it's called? Or the. Um, William Penn? Oh, William Penn, Penn Inn. Thank you, yeah. William Penn Inn. And it's uh, there are lights on every branch of every tree in this oh, front cool. yard. Is so, it a home or a It's a, a home, business? yeah. No, no way. I, and I, so I drove past it last night, Casey. It looks like they hired somebody because okay. there's a lot of uh, decorations in the front yard. It kind of looks like a mini Longwood Gardens, but it's really impressive. Right on the corner of Pine uh, Pine Forge and um, King of Prussia Road. I lined the fence of my house up front around, and it's, it's a pretty long one, uh, we, you know, with just the large, I love the large old style, you know, Bulbs. Primary color Christmas bulbs, and uh, that is an arduous process. Yeah, how long? So it, it took a couple hours. I was actually present. I was listening to a book on uh, Audible as I was doing it, moving <laughs> the, the player along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, to do something like lights on branches of every tree, I, I, yeah. I can't even it's imagine. It's a lot of work. There, there are four houses in our general vicinity that are way over the top, so much so that they have to have special storage to put everything in. I mean, it's it's. I, yeah. I'll do a tour and, and post them online because it's it's ridiculous. One of them is Joe Derelict that, that we've had on before that was in that national competition. But there's another one that's maybe a mile from there that is just as over the top. Thing about Joe's is is it has interactive stuff. You get out and there you go and there's there's a series of of uh, buttons and stands and things like that. That's you push awesome. And it makes the automatic yeah. the the. Uh, audio animatronic, yeah, audio, whatever you call those animatronic yeah. uh, things, move and it's really cool. But there's there's a bunch of them. There's one uh, in particular that they're across the street from each other, where one is old and traditional, like with the big uh, plastic, you know, uh, uh, characters and statues and things like that all over the house. And then across the street, the the couple or the family has set up the um, computerized computerized mm-hmm. one. See, the, the, the both so contracts old school and new wow. school across the street from each other and I love going by there. Uh there's an actually an amusing one that someone sent out. I don't know if it's local or if it's just a meme that was being uh, passed around but the um the it's a computerized house uh, but the trees are arguing Preston about how <laughs> yes. to do it right. It's great. Right. Oh, wow. I, I loved it. So you, you're like no, going, Wait. you came in too soon. Yeah, and yeah. there was one. What uh, you're? So why are you red? You shouldn't be red. And they're <laughs> really? talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but sometimes I can be blue, and it changes colors. <laughs> That's cool. And they've got the mouths. You're and the ruining eyes. the whole thing. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. They're bickering back and forth. Somebody had a brilliant idea. A texter. It says Christmas idea. All the Lou's down in Louisville. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's Lou <laughs> in Louisville? Who's Lou? Oh my God! Could you imagine Louisville? <laughs> You don't get you don't get the right gift for somebody. You get whacked. <laughs> well, who's Lou? Uh, all right, um, how, how we doing? We need to take a break, Case. Uh, we got about four more minutes. All right, minutes. I got one last thing. All right, uh, right. Christmassy thing to add. Uh, so, a Michigan hotel has created a suite for super fans based on the film Elf. The Elf Suite at the Royal Park Hotel in Rochester uh, is new this year for the holiday season. Proceeds from it will go towards funding the Big Bright Light Show in Rochester's downtown. So 
Guests get food inspired by Buddy's four main food groups, <laughs> candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. When they arrive, they receive maple toasty tarts, chocolate-covered marshmallow snowballs, and elf munch, which is Chex Mix with additions like chocolate, marshmallows, and candy canes. The sweets decor is, of course, based on the movie, and it includes things like 5,000 feet of handmade paper snowflake garland. Wow. Uh, a sign over the bed that reads, Santa, oh my God, I know him. And a buddy-themed Christmas tree as well. So, one to ten, what's your uh, love of the movie Elf? Where do you fall on the scale? I'm not uh, as on board as everybody else is. I'm about um, a six. I, I oh, really? I yeah. think it's fun, wow. but it's not my my holiday. For I I didn't like it when it first came out. To Neither be did I. Uh, it grew on me. It's one of those. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's one of those that's grown. Yeah, yeah but it's still not. I'm I'm not on the level of like these guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved really it love the it. first time I watched it. Okay, yeah. and uh, like we quote it, and now Jace loves it. Uh, he's got a elf uh, advent <laughs> calendar that I found. I'm pretty damn. My close wife to a, loves it. Yeah, I'm pretty damn close to a ten. Okay, yeah. It's so good. I mean, it, for me, it was an instant classic, and, okay. and there haven't been other that. Christmas Vacation and uh, Fat Man. Christmas Story. Fat Man is damn good. And Press, you're... Oh, you watched it? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's... So, it's this gritty movie, right? But then the elves, you know, they're just like Buddy the Elf. They eat, you know... <laughs> they eat can- and they're eating stacks of pancakes and syrup. And the guys from the Pentagon are going... You know, yeah. how do you eat like that? Yeah. Like, well, we, we, we sleep about eight eight yeah. minutes every four days. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's sugar and simple yeah. carbs. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Um, but the fact that all right, this grizzled, old, hardened Santa Claus yeah. can't pass up a cookie, yeah. it's hilarious, oh, dude. Okay. He all always right. is pinching cookies. Don't tell me anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I want to see it. I forget. Is it on Netflix? Where do you it see? is. You just have to. It's like Apple TV. It's, it's not Netflix. For, yeah, no, you have to stream it. You have to stream it. You have to purchase it. I might be able to find you a download. Okay. So if you, you want, if you want to stay in this Elf uh, suite, it's four hundred ninety nine dollars a night. Oh, uh, but the hotel said it's almost sold out. Yeah, it's not cheap. So, all right. Anyhow, listen, we got to take a break. We have to. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day in a moment, and we have some bizarre file stories to get to. So we'll come back with all that stuff and more. Make sure you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Low cut Connie. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. A new item in the MMR Rock Shop, and it is called the Preston and Steve Rantlers Long Sleeve T-Shirt. I love it. And sticker. There's a sticker of that as well. Uh, Also, the Gadzooks Ugly Sweater Design Merchandise. And there's all kinds of other little goodies for your Preston and Steve and WMMR fans on the list. Face masks, winter hats, crew necks, hooded sweatshirts, aprons, bibs, socks, and a bunch more. And there are designs like for those items, uh, No Sad Bro, uh, Gadzooks, uh, MMR throwback logos, all that stuff. Uh, so if you're looking for that, you know, stocking stuffer, a little added uh, gift, uh, you can go to WMMR.com. It's great stuff. It really is. And I'm, go to I'm, the rock shop. I'm buying my own. We, yes, we have to buy them. Uh, yeah, 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 we don't have them here. <laughs> yeah, we, we buy them. They they when you place the order, they create it and then <laughs> yeah. they send it to you. So we, we got to do we do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyhow, uh, go to wmmr.com. You might find that last minute thing that is a perfect addition to uh, whoever's gift you already have. 
Um, and we encourage you to check it out. We're going to go on Fox Welcome today. Welcome back. What brings you joy? Lynn said, this is my heartbeat in human form, my grandson, Corey. I can see why. Keep sharing your photos. Hashtag Fox29Joy. Let's get to Preston and Steve. Hey. Because we all know dating is hard right now. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Because um, we aren't seeing people. So I feel like when you really encounter someone, you have to come strong. You got to make sure okay. you get it done. Come aggressive. So now, pandemic themed pickup lines are becoming a popular trend, especially on Tinder and that kind of thing. Right. So, you guys ready for these? Yes. Sure. Okay. Can I mask you out? No. 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 I don't like this one. I got one for you. <laughs> okay. Is your body COVID 19 because now I need a ventilator? <laughs> ah. Oh, my gosh. Um. I've got one. <laughs> All, right. All right. Oh, gosh. Okay. Sit on my face mask. Oh. oh yes. How about this? <laughs> if I said I was a vaccine, would you let me poke you? No. Oh, that was like actually that. a good one. I like yeah. that You mean one, a yeah. Facebook poke, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I have to say one of those worked on me. I won't say which one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but call me after, Tom. Right. I will. What else like you got? I like this one. Wash your hands so you can come hold mine. These are very, very uh, pedestrian. Yeah. I, if you're looking to close the deal, you got to say, you got to be, a, you, to your point, yeah. if you're going to be aggressive, these are very light approaches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. What about quarantine and chill? It's a new Netflix and chill. No. Come over to my house. No. Let's do whippets. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Yeah, that's, that's it. You, ha- I mean, you have to be on some kind of list. I'm calling the authorities after <laughs> yeah. this. But, I mean, honestly, if you're talking about, if, if, if time is of the essence and you're looking to expedite it, those those are vague. Yeah, Alex said be aggressive. Yes. Come strong. Yeah, as you said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, then you won't like this one. I'm looking for a plus one for my family Zoom calls. Oh. No, these are cutesy. These are, oh these are, these are yeah. cute. You have COVID. I have COVID. Come on over and bring your sister. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's be like the coronavirus and catch each other. Nah, you get, you're All getting right. there. Better. Okay. Better. This is a tough crowd. I, yes. I, no, I want some now. That's that's <laughs> it. that's what you say. Take off that mask and come over yeah. here. That's, that's exactly it. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, so the lines Alex... are like, I'm going to lock you up in my basement and only I have the key. <laughs> yeah, that's Taking nice. away your cell phone. I'm going to put you in a ditch in my basement. <laughs> <And> that's, that's... <laughs> Alex, has a pickup line ever worked on you? <laughs> I don't think so, no. Yeah. No, <laughs> Alex, Alex is at a different level. She doesn't, yeah. she, she's not going to... You, you gotta. I think you have to be finessed, Alex. You have to have the. You have to. You can't. You won't. You won't respond to any of that bachelor kind of stuff. You know the bachelor bachelorette sort of stuff. You you need you need real but, deal, right? But what is it going to take, though? I mean, can we start with hello? I, apparently, though, I need a pep talk from you guys. Once the world opens up, we're allowed to actually go out and meet people. Oh yeah. I'll need to talk with you guys before I got there. I'll be ready gonna, to, ready to go and get I'm, in the game. I'm going to give you lines that'll either get you the man of your dreams or land you in prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the latter. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, guys. You're All improving right. pandemic love lives everywhere. <laughs> thank you, guys. We'll see you soon. It's a sad I wrote. All right, there you go, Alex and Thomas. Yeah, they said at the top, aggressive. Those aren't aggressive. Those are yes. They're stupid. You need, yeah. They're like, oh, you're a tough crowd. No, no. no. <laughs> Can I play with your ass? Yeah. 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 What does that have to do with the coronavirus? Nothing. I want to play with your ass. <laughs> hey, I would like to, uh, there's, there's a handwritten letter that what? I received, and, and I got it, like, in November, and I held on to it and you know me.
me. I'm not good with dates, so I figured I'll, I'll hit this one on the mark. Was it like uh, they, words cut out from a magazine and no, glued it wasn't together? That. Oh, no, nobody came with thirty copies of the Runaway Bride. It's written in a nice uh, in a nice cursive script, and uh, but I was supposed to read it yesterday, so I, I did miss it. But um, this says, "Dear President Steve, I'd like to give a shout out to my husband Tony." Uh, for a special reason. His birthday is December 8th, and he'll be 59. Uh, uh, he's been a dedicated listener for many, many years. He's uh, uh, Here's the kick. Now, remember, this is in cursive. I read in, haven't read cursive in a while. Uh, here's the kick. I've been a forever country music fan my whole life until, she underlined, my husband told me about you and your live broadcast in morning with the great MMR team. Um, we live, uh, we're in Berks County, the Hamburg area. And we're beef farmers. And sometimes uh, things can get real tough, especially in the winter. But since I've been a totally committed MMR listener, especially in the early morning, it has changed my whole outlook on the hard days and every day. I have a one in a million husband to thank. And I'd like more than ever if you could give a shout out to him. Also, he's a huge Pearl Jam fan. Maybe a song. Uh, She says uh, there's so much more. Uh, that makes him deserving of a shout out too. He's always the guy that helps someone out. Um, and uh, says I broke uh, help out. Does it say broke down or just need a hand? Uh, like I said, it's handwriting here. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, a Mister Fix It of all things, caring, loving family man, first time grandfather this year. We got him a grandpa a grandpa shark T shirt. Uh, married thirty six years and life keeps getting better with him by my side. Thanks, and Ray John. That is from Judy Stafford. You, so you want to show him a big one, Case? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Especially for a beef farmer. Yeah. All right. Uh, where do I got to find? Okay, here it is. Uh, and there it is. Yeah. Um. So sorry, I'm a day late on that, but hey, you got uh, to it. Figured I'd pass that along. All right, um, we can now do the Bizarre File, and then we have an announcement to make. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. And this morning it is brought to you by OmahaSteaks.com. Type Preston in the search bar. Get exclusive deals, including the Deluxe Grillers Assortment, which includes four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer. Nummy. Omaha- OmahaSteaks.com. Um, this is out of Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, Greenville Park County officials say a lake study turned up a nine-pound goldfish. A nine-pound goldfish? That is massive. So, what? Is it the case that if you let it out into the... If it has no confines, it'll grow to a larger size? That's what I've heard, yeah. Uh, nine pounds? Recreation officials posted a on Twitter to say the nine-pound goldfish was found in Oak Grove Lake during some recent testing at lakes around the county. That'd be a solid bass. Oh, my God, yeah. It'd yeah. be a huge bass. Use anything like a, a five-pounder is yeah. a good-sized bass. This is nine pounds. The specialist was conducting a practice called electrofishing, which stuns the fish but does not harm them, causes them to float to the surface so that they can measure and study the fish population. Electrifying. <laughs> In addition to the goldfish. <laughs> Stupefying. Goldfish frying. A four-and-a-half-pound largemouth bass was also found in the lake. I assume so, they let the goldfish go, right? So this thing could have eaten it. I yeah. mean, uh, goldfish are not native to South Carolina lakes, but... 
It's not invasive or causing issues in the lake, so they released it back in the lake. If it would have been invasive, they would have taken it out. Quick question. Are, are koi and goldfish genetically related? I've always thought they had some lineage, yeah. but... Yeah, I was wondering know, the same thing. I don't know. Because uh, there was a koi pond uh, down the street from my house, and there was one that was... Gr- we thought it was pregnant, but yeah. uh, because it just kept growing it was, it was and growing. Just fat. growing. <laughs> I think it was just fat. <laughs> but I'm wondering, can you eat that? Like... A goldfish? Yeah. Uh, no thanks. Seen people uh, swallow them before, but yeah. uh, I don't know how the meat is on that case. Not really sure. Uh, an argument over feeding feral cats turned deadly when a South Carolina man pulled out a gun and shot his 72-year-old neighbor in the face. Police in Lexington, South Carolina say the incident unfolded Thursday evening when a friend of a 49-year-old named Sean Malley got into a fight with Judy Burnett about feeding feral cats behind the Town Square Shopping Center. Um, Mally had uh, soon joined in the argument, which then turned physical. That led Mally to pull out a gun and shoot this woman in the face. So is the was the one who was doing the kind work of feeding these animals shot in the face? Yeah. She died while oh paramedics uh, rushed her to the hospital. Investigators say uh, Mally and Burnett oh. had been in an ongoing rivalry for years over who would feed, trap, and release the feral cats that live behind businesses. Uh, Mally was charged with murder and possession of a weapon during a violent crime and was held without bail. I think that's the case, Steve. Wow. Uh, it's hard to, It's hard to say. I, I may not be 100% uh, correct on that. After being denied, here's, here's a, a mask hole for you. After being denied Geek Squad service at a Best Buy store due to his refusal to wear a mask, a Florida man allegedly coughed and spit all over a store counter before spraying a beverage from his mouth mm-hmm. as he departed the business. Florida man, Florida man. So this guy's old. literally taking drinks and go, come on, like that all come over on. the place. Uh, Alton Ashby was arrested for disorderly conduct following his outburst. He was uh, freed on bond after posting uh, five hundred dollars. The maskless Ashby walked up to the Geek Squad counter where a worker asked him to put on a mask. When Ashby refused, the worker summoned her manager who provided Ashby with a mask. After putting the mask on, Ashby removed the face covering and started sneezing. Upon being told that he would not be provided service, Ashby, a witness said, coughed and spit all over the Geek Squad counter and then continued to walk around the uh, connected department to do the same thing. Uh, when he would not leave Best Buy, a worker dialed 911. As Ashby walked to the front of the store, he was carrying a Coca-Cola, which he started spitting everywhere as he was walking out. A Best Buy employee told police customers left due to the incident and that workers had to sanitize multiple areas of the store. When questioned by police, Ashby reportedly said that he was upset and is going through a lot this year and poor. got carried away. Mm-hmm. But those poor geeks. Mm-hmm. Art or vandalism? That's the question. This is in Peoria, Illinois. I love this story. Um, so there's a connection regarding a massive mural that was finished last mm. week on a commercial building. Mm-hmm. The artist, a guy named Joshua Hawkins, says that he was commissioned a good amount of money by a man who purported to be the owner of the building. He said, I'm still kind of confused about the whole thing. Meanwhile, the building's irate owner, Nate Comte, said that he gave no money or permission for the effort. He has since painted the wall white, prompting blowback via email and social media. What was the picture? Uh, I'm going to get to that. So, um, Comte says, it wasn't a mural, it was graffiti, and now I'm the evil Grinch and I'm getting hate mail. 
Hawkins paints as a hobby, often making connections at art shows. Two weeks ago, he was contacted by a man who he'd casually met at an exhibit more than a year ago. The man called himself Nate, which is the same name as the owner of the building. Yeah, yeah. Said that he wanted a mural on a commercial building that he owns. Two met at the site. Nate showed Hawkins an illustration by a graphic artist that would be the basis for the mural. He asked Hawkins to do the job, and Hawkins agreed. Hawkins declined to reveal his price, but calls it one of the best-paying commissions he's ever had, enough for him to hire a couple of helpers. Hawkins was given half of the money up front in cash, with the rest to be paid upon completion. He also was supplied with paint for the job. So his team started on Friday afternoon, the Friday after Thanksgiving, finished two days later. The work featured a giant cookie monster standing before the Peoria skyline underneath it. And, and he's holding yeah. up a cookie, and there's a, like a rainbow beam coming out of the... <laughs> Out of the cookie, and yeah. it kind of looks like a Russian propaganda poster. Right, right. But it says in Russian underneath it, which translates to something like World Earth Cookies. <laughs> so it. okay. it's, it's yeah. actually awesome. No, it looks I cool. Love it. it does look cool. But uh, <laughs> Hawkins isn't sure of the meaning of the message of the words of the entire artwork, but he was satisfied with the final result of the mural. Uh, he, uh, mural, as was Nate. <laughs> who at the building paid Hawkins the second half of the commission that he promised in cash. But days later, Hawkins got a call from another Nate, Nate Compte, the guy who owns the building. He was infuriated. He was out of town during Thanksgiving, and he had returned to come home and find a huge cookie monster on the side of his building. He said, what the hell is this mural on my building? He yelled at Hawkins. Hawkins at first didn't know how to react. He, he Hadn't he paid Nate good money to do the work, and now what was the matter? Well, he threatened to call the police on me, Hawkins said, and after that, it started to click. Hawkins explained the backstory. Apparently, he said another man had pretended to be Comte, even <laughs> using his first name. Comte didn't believe him and hung up on Days later, Comte said he is still unsure what to believe. He said, I don't think anyone is this stupid. He said, in hindsight, Hawkins admits that he could have sought more information from Nate, but he took him at his word. Compte says he won't seek vandalism charges against Hawkins, but wasn't going to look the other way regarding the mammoth mural. He said, I don't hate art, but don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> That's great. I love it. So oh. he painted over it. He painted Aww, the wall. Man. Now He had basically now an, an advertisement. I agree. And people would have shown up all over the What's place. What's the building? Is there a commercial business in the building? It's a vacant building. Oh, then what? Who gives a rat's ass? So, uh, but I it, mean, I know you, you can't you can't paint something that's not yours, but I know. Yeah, I, I agree. But you might stop and look at it and go, "That looks pretty cool." Yeah. Uh, so he says he's going to have to use two more coats to get it completely covered. So I love that. I story. think it's a message we can all attest. It's hilarious, to. Uh, yeah. Steve. To answer your earlier question, uh, koi and goldfish are related. They are both in the carp family. Okay. Uh, and Casey, to answer your question, you can eat them, but would you want to? The, the goldfish mostly taste like the food that they eat, which are the pellets. So Ew. Uh, Ew. Yeah, they, they are edible, but uh, you'd probably rather have another type of fish. That's disgusting. When you were a kid, did you taste? Fish food? I did. Yeah. Well, well no, you know what? No, I didn't taste it. It smelled so bad. Yeah. Uh, I used to have those, uh, I think Tara made that. Yeah. Was the name of the company. The, the, the flakes. Yeah, you shake oh, them. Oh, yeah. God, those things stunk so bad. Yeah. If you ate some, try it. I just try a little yeah, bit. Uh, I won't eat anything that I give to my animals unless I taste it first. I have an announcement. Oh, ho, ho. People have been texting and wondering about this, and we are here to announce that, yes, this year we are having... A version of the Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle! Now, normally, 
we have been live on location at Parks Casino to do a live broadcast, and that's not going to happen this year because, obviously, we can't pull off something yep. like that with hundreds of people sitting in the morning in uh, ugly outfits and having a good time and drinking. And <laughs> oh, I that. love it. We love it's it. It's so much yeah. fun. It's, it's a great, fun broadcast. Next year. Uh, yeah, next year we'll do it. But we're going to do it this year in a different version. And since we figured that uh, we're going to do it differently this year, we would completely change the format of it and try something out just for the hell of it. So I'm happy to announce that is the Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle, the Polly Annabelle edition. Annabelle. That's right, Polly Annabelle. Annabelle. And I got to thank Chuck D'Amico for that name. So. And we're going to be doing a different format. We're actually going to be doing a white elephant format. So if you're not familiar with the white elephant gift exchange format, it's kind of interesting. It's like normally it's a party. So people will bring a gift and have it wrapped and everyone will put it in a big pile. And then you draw out of a hat uh, names in the order they're going to go in. Somebody chooses a prize. They open it up. They see what it is. Then the next person goes and they have an option to either... Pick a mystery gift from under the tree or steal that gift from the other person. Mm-hmm. And then that other person, the, the first person who went, gets to choose another gift. And there's a whole format about, there's rules about stealing and how many times you can steal and no take backs. You can't take back something immediately after it was taken from you. So it's going to be a little bit confusing, but I think that's what's going to make it fun, to be honest. Yes, because uh, that adds an element of risk, which we had not had before. And here's the deal. You won't have to bring the mystery gifts. No. We are supplying the mystery gifts, so we're going to have some great prizes. As you know, in years past, we've had some wonderful gifts from our sponsors and supporters of the Preston and Steve show to give away. So we're going to do that now. How do we get our contestants? That's another thing, right? So the way we are going to do this is on the morning of it, which is going to be on Tuesday, December 22nd. So mark that on your calendar. We're going Normally, we do the Christmas miracle by asking a series of trivia questions. And we have people lined up a la Jeopardy at the podiums, and then we have them buzz in with the answer. Well, we're not going to be able to do that this year. So what we will do to get our contestants for that morning is we'll ask a Preston and Steve show trivia question. You will text in. If you get that right, your your name and number will go into a bank of all the other people who have gotten it right, and then we will randomly grab five people for each round that we're going to do. We're going to do three rounds of it. It sounds really confusing, and that's because it is. But <laughs> we'll make sure that reiterate we will reiterate the information over and over, and that you'll get it by the time we do it. Well, it does it does two things, Preston. We people always said, could you open it up to everyone? This is as close to being on the way to doing that yeah. as we've we've been. And also, in the case of the original way we do it, if you got a gift, you were kind of stuck with that gift. With this mechanism, there is the chance to parlay that to something you might want more if you do get into a white elephant round, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, um, you know, and you also might get something taken away from you it's that possible. you really, really want. Yes, but, um, strategy for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, it is important for everybody listening to know that if you get a phone call that morning, you have to answer the phone. It's yes. like if you don't answer the phone the first time, then we have to move on to the next person, right? Sure. So, yeah. uh, you, sorry, Tennessee. <laughs> sorry, Tennessee. But you'll be getting a phone call from a number that you don't recognize. And normally, when that happens with me, I know I just throw it right to voicemail. Right. Well, we'll uh, look, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make sure you're well aware of that by the yeah. time we get to the 22nd. So, yeah. and also, that's not all. And that's not all. What? <laughs> 
We're also going to throw in this, the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest. We're which, doing it! Which we've been doing at uh, the live broadcast for the last several years. So how do we do that? Well, what you need to do is you'll need to send us, and we'll tell you how you do it, a photo submission page. You, you can go to the photo submission page that we're going to have, and you can enter. And you can basically send a picture of you wearing your ugly sweater. It's got to be you. you know, yeah. We'll know if it's you or not. And then each one of us on the President Steve Show will pick our favorite ugly sweater, and then we will put it up to a vote to the audience. And the winner will win a Miller Lite knitwear prize pack, and one of those wins beer for a year for the morning, uh, the morning of the uh, the Miracle Broadcast. So once again, you get beer for a year for Miller Lite. That's excellent. In the past, for the excellent ugly sweater. So we have details. If you want to check all this stuff out, click events at WMMR. Dot com and you can get it. So it's a little bit confusing right now, but we'll continue uh, to pass along the the information on the format, and you'll you'll figure it out by the time we do it. As with the camp out, we stayed a little fluid. We still had fun, and we're going to make this work. You're going to you're going to love it. Yeah, um, we we wanted to do that th- this this year, and yeah. it was important to get a sponsor. So the fact that Park stepped up and, and did this again, like I. I... Really can't thank them enough because, uh, you know, we're not doing it at parks this no. year. So having them, you know, really get this thing going is, is really, really important for us. Yep. So once again, it's, it's Pres- amaze balls. It's the Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle, the Pollyanna Bell edition presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. And that is on December 22nd. So you don't need to call right now. There are people no. calling right now. We're no. going to do it down the road. That morning, we'll ask trivia questions. And we'll see if we can get you in the running for it. So there you go. It's out. Yeah. Ready to go. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Acme is continuing their commitment to getting through this new normal together. And that means everyone's health, well-being, safety, and satisfaction, yours and their employees, continues to be their number one goal. They're keeping your essentials in stock. And that includes your New Year, New You foods. Keep an eye out for Acme's large selection of USDA-certified O-Organics and Open Nature products featured exclusively in Acme Isles. Find great food you can naturally feel good about at Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. That's a good band name, Jaded Natives. Yeah, you guys, Jaded Natives. You yeah. guys said that last time I had that sponsor. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like it. Hey, um, the British uh, cooking show host, uh, Nigella, or is it Nigella? I just heard Nigella. 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 Yeah. Okay, Nigella Lawson. Um, Steve found some audio of her, and this has become kind of a viral thing, right? It's one of those things where you actually say to yourself out loud, this is a thing, but right. it's a thing. Okay. So it's how she says the word microwave? Yes. Okay. I've not heard this yet. Okay. Oh. Well, we be have... prepared to be blown out of your socks. We have audio of this, so it's how she says microwave. Here we go. But I still need a bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. 
No, no, no. That's Shut like up. saying Target. Right. That's exactly how she's doing it. So, and, so, and of course, fact, yeah, she yeah. said there's a follow up uh, that says uh, just like how we pronounce the target target as Target. Oh, okay. Micro Wave. I, I actually like that. <laughs> I, do. I do too. Which which <laughs> begs the question: What have you morphed into your own pronunciation just for fun? Yes. Yeah. Two one five two six three WMMR. So let's see if uh, if we can find some interesting ones for you. And maybe you know what? Try the word out on us. Right. And we'll see if we know what if word. We determine. Yeah. You I see, like if that. If you said microwave, I don't know if I would pick it up. Yeah. As yeah. A microwave, hey, so. it goes all the way back to Ginichetti. Yeah. Ginichetti. And now I say it to you guys I all the time. I do too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In fact, I have a little song that I sing about it. <laughs> oh, sing it. Yeah. And and it's to the, um, to the Wiggles. You see the wiggles. Uh huh. Jan Chetty, Jan Chetty. Jan Chetty, When I see it on a menu, if I'm going to order it, that's uh, gnocchi, by the way, I, for those who don't uh, know. For the those story. of you who don't know, I is have it your to, husband? Dennis, Dennis started it when uh, we were in, I think it, we were in Italy. Um, and yeah, and, ever, and, <laughs> when, and if he ever, he doesn't uh, eat pasta, but uh, when he did, if he would order it, that's how he would order it. And the waiters would be like, what? Excuse me? I love it. But I have to say it when I see it on the menu. If I'm going to order it, I have to say it in my head because mm-hmm. I I automatically think Ginichetti. I'm like, no, that's not what it is. How are you going to order it? How do you say it? <laughs> we were at uh, we were at Olive Garden one time, and Casey goes, yeah, I'll have the... Uh, um I'll have the fagioli. Yeah, the pasta fagioli. Pasta fagioli. <laughs> yeah. He said that to the yeah, waiter. Yeah. And, of course, they, they're not going to insult you yeah, yeah. and, and, and you sure, know, correct the pronunciation. So uh, so I didn't invent this. Uh, it was my older brother, but I say it all the time now. Uh, Ginger Ale. Ginger Ale. Ginger Ale. Yep. yep. Uh, okay. All right. So, yeah. Can you grab me a Ginger Ale? Ginger Ale. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's yeah, kind of cool. It, it is a little embellishment to life. Yeah. Spajahedi is one that's a perennial in our house. <laughs> you, you say that yeah. when you, when yeah, you guys yeah, are yeah, serving yeah. it? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, there's one that I got from my uh, Italian side, which is, uh, and it's not, they didn't invent it either case, but uh, it, instead of male and female, it's Mali and Famali. Right. And uh, <laughs> the the um, type of um, pipe that goes underneath the ground is a Pipolini. <laughs> Oh, instead of pipeline. Instead of a pipeline. Uh, okay. Pipolini. It's a pipolini. <laughs> I like pipolini. Yeah. That's good. Uh, within my family, because my mom says it this way, uh, she calls it chickafil. Right. Oh, yeah. Did, she, did yeah. she think that's what it was? Oh, I don't know. But okay. now, even though she knows it's Chick-fil-A, it's she says Chick-fil-A. Of course. Yeah. I got two from Ben. One is uh, Pet Valu instead of Pet Value, just because he read it that way. And I was like, yeah, it's Pet Valu. And then um, Chippo Tile. Yeah. Uh, Chipotle. Chipotle. Chipotle, yeah. So yeah, yeah. not necessarily mispronunciations. Something. This is just what you kind of call it, exactly, yeah. for fun. So, in fact, I'm going to see if uh, Joe has a riff on Chipotle as well, which we just kind of ruined. Oh. I think. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? You guys rock. Thanks, oh! man. Appreciate it. All right. So, what's the what's your bastardization of the word? Um, for me, it's always like Chipotle. <laughs> if I'm going to Chick Fil A, it's Chick Fil A. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and you just do it for fun. I just I riff on it because the English language is so messed up. Yeah, yeah. oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the rules I've, I, I I don't get it, but My you know, Lebanese, so it's like you know, pronunciation wasn't easy for her. So like you know, she mm-hmm. called Connecticut Connecticut. <laughs> oh, Connecticut! Watch it clean your room, and she'd be really mad at me. <laughs> but she'd be like, I want it sparkless. You know, like not spotless. It's sparkless. You know. Okay. So, to riff on that because Arabic is such a unique language. Yeah, right. Well, a lot of languages have rules that are applied indiscriminately. Yeah. You know? Um, 
Real quick, uh, with the Chick-a-Fil, Chick-fil-A, Nick, have you eaten at that place? It's close to you called Nick-fil-A. Have you seen this? No. Oh, okay. Yes. There's one in Cape May as well, but there's it's also- called Nick-fil-A? It's called Nick-fil-A, and yes. I believe it's like filet What is it, for dumpster sa- divers? No, I think it's filet mignon sandwiches. It Are is, you kidding me? I think no. There's one in, um, I think there's one in Paoli too, Kate. Yeah, the one Nick in Paoli on, on Route 30, yes. but there's also, I rode my bike past the one in Cape May last week. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, there's there's two of them. I've driven past it. I haven't eaten there yet. Um, okay. One that just occurred to me, Casey, that you do, which is making fun of Jack- Jackie Bam Bam, is Valentine's. Oh, you, yeah. you make it with an M at the end, and that's Jackie legit pronounces it that way. Yep. And we've also taken Kayak, <laughs> Kai, Kai <laughs> off. Well, he and, can't pronounce Kayak. An iron. <laughs> an yeah, iron, iron, yeah. iron maiden. Uh, let me go to Brian. I don't know what this one is. Hey, Brian, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thank <laughs> you. All right, Brian, what's the word? So it's more so to annoy my wife at this point, but it's an obvious one. It's quinoa. But when I first saw it, I called. I said, "What the hell's quinoa?" Yeah, <laughs> quinoa. Yeah. This is a commercial. Yeah, commercial, right? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. It was like a tail. This guy tailgating, and he's like, "What? What is quinoa?" Yeah. Okay. I love quinoa. Yeah, me yeah, too. A lot of people hate it. Quinoa's really good, actually, but. I also, uh, I say Wednesday instead of Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yep, yep. And by the way, so uh, the month of February, is the proper pronunciation February? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the way it's spelled, February. But if somebody says February, no one you don't blink them. an eye at no. it, right? Not you at just all. report them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let me go to next to uh, Faith. Hi, Faith. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all today? <laughs> good. How y'all doing? Doing good. What's up, Faith? Uh, piranha. <laughs> For oh, piranha? piranha? For Piranha, yeah. Huge Speed Racer fan, and if you watch old episodes, they pronounced it Piranha. Oh, my God. Piranha? Remember I've never piranha heard an episode on uh, and how Speed often, Racer. How often do you get to refer, uh, refer to a Piranha? I, it, well, they were in the Amazon. <laughs> you know, well, there you go. Yeah. Anytime you're talking about the Amazon, piranha. Well, and remember, Speed had he could go underwater. Yes, he could. Five, so they might have encountered some piranhas piranha, yeah. on the way. Uh, let me go to Neil. Hi there, Neil. Hey, how are you? Good. What's up, Neil? So I was playing Cards Against Humanity one time with my friends, and... I read the word geese as GCs. But it's funny, um, Neil, because in your mind, uh, you you know, you, you see it that way. And for some reason, something misclicks and uh, geese becomes GC or geesey, you said, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's hilarious. Or orange becomes orange. That's right. Orange. <laughs> when you're playing a game. Even a word. Mm-hmm. So, do you, will you jokingly refer to an orange as an orange sometimes, Kathy? No, I no? think that's Pat. Yeah, no. Okay. Both right. you guys. We do. I'll never let that one go. <laughs> Miraclegro. Uh, Miraclegro. Yeah, we've had mispronunciations, but what also do you use just for fun that you yeah, call something? Yeah, that's your, that's your re- you, go-to. You, you riff on the name. Right. I'm going to go to Ben. Hey, Ben, good morning. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. What's up, buddy? Oh. So we have uh, Kniffy, which is probably a standard one. Kniffy, uh, Kniffy, yeah. I've used as well. Knife. Yeah, oh, yeah. Knife. knife. Yeah, we say just knife. Plymouth, Plymouth for the car. Plymouth, Plymouth. Plymouth. Yeah, all right. <laughs> right, and then and then my sister, when she was about five years old, decided Virginia was actually pronounced Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> you know, I want to. I want to go there. I like. Yeah. That. Here's, here's what Preston probably knows. Me, having lived in the Midwest, yeah. advertisement. Advertisement, yeah. Advertisement. That, that, that's, a, that's a common, that's actually a common proper pronunciation, advertisement. Yeah. It is, it is, yeah. but not in a lot of the country. So when right, I right, yeah. the South, 
that wasn't that term wasn't used. And I got to the Midwest where my wife was from, and all of a sudden her father said, started saying advertisement. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, bud. All right, guys, you have a good morning. Appreciate so, it, man. You too. Uh, I will go to Nick. Hi, Nick. Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, buddy. What's uh, what uh, do you want to share with us here? So. I got some trailer park boys, but I always say it every time I see them, I call jalapenos jalapenos. <laughs> jalapenos. Yeah. jalapenos is yeah. great. I like every, that. Every single time. And <laughs> for some odd reason, my dad, every time he calls me, if he's stopping at Wobbly, he's like, hey, you want anything from Wobbly Wobbly? <laughs> Wobbly Wobbly? I like that. <laughs> I don't know why, but he does it every single time. That's good. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, I like this one, uh, Richie. Uh, hi, Richie. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Yo, buddy. All right, do you got one for us? Yeah, jalapenos is great. I use that, too. <laughs> nice. But, uh, uh, instead of Popeyes, I've been calling it Pope Yes. <laughs> Pope Yes. That's what my son does. <laughs> Pope really? Yes. Yeah. He calls it Pope Yes? Because that's the way it's spelled. It yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, it is. That's how you spell Popeyes. Right, Pope thank, Yes. Thank you, Richie. <laughs> All right, have a good one, guys. All right, see ya. We don't have a Richie clip? Richard. We used to have that Richie. Yeah, I guess I got to find that one. Okay, that's all right. Uh, uh, give me a let, second. Let me go. Are oh, you going to wait for you? <laughs> yeah, no, no, wait for me. I got it. Here okay, it is. Richie! <laughs> we so rarely get to use that. Uh, I'll go to Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, buddy. All right, so what do you have your unique pronunciation just for fun? Uh, well, years ago, my brother and I used to, my, my brother Brandon and I used to play this game called uh, Sonic Chaos. Sonic Chaos? Is it Chaos? Chaos, yes. Oh, uh, I love it. Chaos? And I very stubbornly refused to accept that it was Chaos. I love it. Sonic Chaos. That's great. What game was that? I don't even remember that. I think it was Game Gear years ago. It was, okay. We were little. Yeah. Long yeah. Ago. Nice. That's a long time ago. Yeah. All right, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, we had a Danny. Let me go to Mark. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, bud. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Ah, thanks, man. First time, long time. All right, what do you want to add to the list? Uh, my, uh, my son started saying, uh, dangerous all the time. (laughs) Dangerous. Instead of dangerous, okay. Yeah, and, uh, we used to watch, uh, I watched Eddie Izzard, and we started saying, uh, thruff. Instead of through, because it's T H R. Yes, yeah, thruff, thruff, which which by English language standards should work because G H. Yes, sometimes, and why why would it not be that way? And why would G H B F anyway? Yeah, I mean, why? Uh, Why? I don't know. Mark, there was a a standout comedian, Nick. I can't remember her name, but she was um, pronouncing pronouncing (laughs) pronouncing. Shut up, Uh, (laughs) Vincent Van Gogh. Guff. Oh, yeah, well, that's how you say it in French. Yeah. That's Dutch. how you say it in French? Okay. Yeah, I was so, like, are we pronouncing it wrong this whole time? Was it that Nanette uh, lady? Yeah. 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 So um, around the world, we we pronounce it differently than other people do. Okay. But I don't think either of them is uh, is incorrect. All right. Here's one I've thrown around a text that, that, that comes in just for fun is Bologna. Oh, Bologna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Bologna. Lasagna ends up being that as well. Lasagna. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, chicken uh, parmigiana. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Parmesan, of course. Uh, some people call Yosemite. Here's the next one. Yosem- as, what's that? Yosemite? No, Yosemite. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, let's see. What does it say? Steve always says uh, Ablum instead of Album. 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 Oh, Album instead of Album. A- extra L, I guess. I've actually heard you say it uh, two different ways. Sometimes you say it with the L and sometimes you say it without the L. Trust me, I've, I've talked to people about it. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, let me go to uh, Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Courtney. All right, what's your fun pronunciation on a word? Um, so we've been saying it since, uh, at least me and my friends said it a lot when we were kids in high school, when we would have chicken fajitas at lunch. Yeah. We would go down the hallway screaming chicken fajitas. 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 I've heard vegeta, but not fajita. That's great. And, and Courtney, the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs did a whole episode where yeah. they, you know, they she wanted Beverly wanted uh, uh, Murray to to try something new. You we try things exotic like fajitas. <laughs> I don't I want a fajita. And people look at me so funny, and I'm like, but it's in popular culture. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the long eye on that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Courtney. Uh, after Napoleon Dynamite, a lot of people would say quesadilla. Yeah, yeah. Um, that quesadilla. Uh, was it, I thought yeah. Case yeah go make yourself Dan Casadilla. <laughs> there's a, there's a guy that we met one time on uh, one of the things we were doing. It was uh, an event, and he came along. And, but he he would pronounce Quasadilla. Quasadilla. He probably still listens to the show. I remember he emailed <laughs> me one time when I mentioned, but Quasadilla. It's how he li- and he refused to budge. Yeah. In Casadilla. Oh yeah. Just won't do it. Uh, James, James, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? You guys good. rock. Thanks, hey. man. Appreciate it. All right, what's uh, the word? Funny pronunciation you use. All right, I got two for you. Uh, they're actually British words that they actually use. Uh, do you want me to give it to you and see if you can guess it? Sure. All right, aluminium. Aluminum. Yeah, that's how they yeah. pronounce you, aluminium. Ah, yes. uh, gotcha. Okay, so you guys are familiar. And then the other one was vitamins. 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 Yeah, yeah, you're right. Those are very British. Schedule, mm-hmm. vitamin, aluminium. Yep, never heard of those before. I had a British friend about a couple years ago, so just wanted to let you guys know. Yeah, yeah. no, that's uh, it's true. And it's it's. Uh, I, I kind of love those little... <laughs> Pronunciations. What? I, just, I just read one that was uh, fun. Pronunciation. Pronunciation. <laughs> that's what these. That's what these are. Pronunciation. These are pronunciations. Pronunciation. Yeah. That's a sniglet right there. Yeah, a exactly. Pronunciation. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Canadians will say uh, progress instead of progress, right. and that one always kind of throws me off. And other other words that that have that ah sound as an o, they do long o uh, for some, which is always interesting. All right, let me see what else I have. Uh, Tim on the line. Tim, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Hey, what's up? Uh, so I have a uh, I have a cousin who tragically passed away, but uh, when my kids were little, but he used to say uh, you couldn't go swimming after eating until your food estergized. Estergized, and that has stuck. My kids who uh, really don't really remember him still to this day. I got to let my food estergize. Is that di- digestion? Is that what it was a riff on? Tim? Yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear what he said. It's no. it's, it's a riff on digestion, right? Yeah, on digestion. Yeah, you gotta let your food digest. <laughs> but it would be. Did, did he make up the word, or does estergize exist? No, no, he made up the word. It was just a. It was a mispronunciation. <laughs> oh, okay. My family for twenty five years. Yeah, I estergize. It. I love it. Well, Thanks. <laughs> and then, what point does a word cross over to being? Uh, you know, words. People say, "Well, that's a made up word." Oh, as we pointed out, they're all made up <laughs> words. Made up. Made up. Yeah. Here's how yeah. we got started on this. It was uh, Nigella Lawson. But I still need. A bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. Microwave. You know what one has evolved on this show for us is uh, geoparody. Yeah. yeah. It used to be Jeopardy. Exactly. Yeah, I don't say it that way anymore. All right, let me go to Dave. Good morning, Dave. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, man. What's Dave! up, buddy? <laughs> All right, so instead of saying something like not necessarily, shoot, there I go. <laughs> not necessarily, yeah. say not celery. Not, not celery. Not celery. <laughs> not celery. That's a good one. Not celery. I, I like that. It's two the words. The more you say necessary, the more you can't stop saying it. I know. When Sometimes when you try to say, he said this, 
uh, way, you know, or you're trying to describe some the way somebody pronounces a word improperly, you can't do it because yeah. your mind is trying to fight it. We did have some. I was just going to go to him, but a standard is a whore's divorce. Yes. Whore's yes. divorce. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Somebody so. just emailed in and said her husband calls it hoard ovaries. Hodo, yes. Hoard ovaries. Horses ovaries. <laughs> That's what we used to do. Horses ovaries. Uh, I have uh, Amy joining us. Amy, good morning. Hi, good morning. What's um, up? So my sister was reading a back of a shampoo bottle, and it said the shampoo would give you subtle highlights instead of reading, saying subtle. She said subtle highlights. <laughs> uh, subtle highlights. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. And why wouldn't it be? Why is the B silent? Yeah. Exactly. So I can never say, I always say subtle. subtle. <laughs> I like this one. It's a text that says instead of uh, Bolognese sauce, uh, I call it bowl of Ganesi. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, too. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I will go next to Alex. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, you crumb bums. Hey, yeah, crumb, crumb bums. All right, so what do you uh, what do you like to play around with? What word have you changed for fun? I, I, I didn't know if you said this. I thought this was pretty obvious, but Bologna. Yes, yes. you said that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then my wife has You're a real issues, crumb so bum. I'm sorry. Say that again. My wife has some speech issues, so I love to capitalize on it. So <laughs> instead of ter- instead of tarantula, she says talantula. Talantula. Okay. And then instead of yogurt, she says yogurt. She just can't get it out. Really? Yogurt. That's it. And it's just so the I way. The buster balls. So she doesn't even try to fix it, where she can't. Oh. No, she just looks at me knowing I'm just going to bust her chops for it. <laughs> just take it. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Let me go next to, hi, Laura, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. You rock. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. What word have you changed? So, my husband says croutons. Instead, Instead of croutons? croutons? All right. Exactly. All right. And then this one, I was told I insult the Italian culture, but I was at Bonefish, and I said, oh, I had the best ganachis. And they looked at me. And Yucky? Said, you mean nookies? I yeah. Said, yeah, that's ganachi. Ganachi. It's, I think genichetti is a worse pronunciation, yeah. which yeah. Kathy's <laughs> husband says genichetti. Uh, but ganaki. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I will... <laughs> let me go to George here. Hey, George, good morning. Good morning, guys. Love the show. Thank ah. you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, so what, uh, what word you or someone else has changed? What is it? So I, I got two real quick ones. My mom always pronounced... Home Depot as Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, constantly. And, and she and she, and yeah, and she just that's how she pronounced it. It wasn't a joke with her. And we all all of us kids always got a chuckle out of it, but we never really said anything to her about it. You know, we just sort of snickered to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Home Depot. Home Depot. Oh, Jay that. says that all the time, and, and he's Depot. asked for like explanation as to why. And I'm like, oh, because yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Or I'll backhand you. <laughs> Yeah, and the other one was we always sort of joke around when we say jalapenos, we always say jalapenos. Jalapenos. <laughs> Overpronouncing the, uh, or, yeah. or giving a the actual pronunciation and over-inflection is always a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I love that. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I like jalapenos, right. though, better. Um, what was another one that's that's over-pronunciated? Uh, oh, pronunciation. <laughs> pronunciation. Yeah, pronunciation. Well, sometimes you'll hear that, like especially if it's a, a Latino on on oh, air, like yeah. Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or Brian uh, Regan does a bit about that. Yeah, and, we, and we've talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, mozzarella cheese. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mozzarella. I'm having this pizza from Domino's. It's all got all kinds of uh, mozzarella cheese. <laughs> well, there's there are there are schools of thought on that. Is it mozzarella? Mozzarella. Or is mozzarella. it mozzarella? Or uh, or mozzarella? Yeah, mozzarella. Yeah, yeah. That's mozzarella. a better. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
And I and uh, I got chastised for calling uh, ricotta cheese one time. No, it's ragot. 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 Well, then spell it R E G O A T. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Regoat. How about this, uh, Tim? Hey, Tim. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, Tim. What do you want to add to our list here? So what it was is uh, my buddy's playing a video game and he screamed out uh, pedestrian. Dude. Pedestrian. You mean pedestrian? Yeah. <laughs> we would say pedestrian all the time because my little brother, when he was younger, mispronounced it. I uh, just saw a sign on the side of the road asking what a pedestrian was. <laughs> What's a pedestrian? It's wonderful though because it's the way you it's the yeah. way you see things. Like yeah. orange at that moment presented yeah. as a bizarre word. Yeah, stomach was a big thing in my household when we were growing up as well. You know, I have what, a, what I have is it? Stomach. I have an upset stomach. Oh, stomach. Yeah. Yeah. So I got another one. I got another one for you. My my buddy my buddy goes into my grandmother's cabinet. He goes, yo, dude, old, old people, they sure are weird, aren't they? I said, why, man? He goes, she's got Neosporin in her closet. <laughs> ah, Neosporin. <laughs> I love Sporin. it. And you got time for one more? One yeah. more, yeah. My wife's driving. And I said, Jen, you got to get a new app. You, you got to find another uh, GPS. And uh, I said, dude. Waze is awesome. <laughs> Waze. I like Waze. Oh, my God. Set of ways. Waze. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. I like this one. Sometimes you see a word and you think that it needs to have an ethnic uh, flair to it. Yes. When it's actually it. the way that it is written. So here's an example. It says, my boyfriend ordered Cahoon chicken. <laughs> Instead of Cajun chicken, yes. Cahoon. he was well, going the for the, the, the Latin pronunciation of Cahoon. the J, Cahoon chicken. <laughs> I like that. But she says, in uh, in his defense, he's Latino, and the J would be pronounced. Uh, yes, it would. <laughs> As would Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, Mike. Hey, Mike. Good Cahoon. morning. Good morning, it bitches. Good hey, morning, good morning it, it bitch. What's up? Not much. I do a lot of driving, and I use a GPS. And we, there's a road, and it's. They GPS will go leopard. Leopard. Uh, leopard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Leopard. And then that, that actually, do, do, yeah, go ahead. Complete your thought. And then, I, Kathy, I have an observation about Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. And I don't know. The other one is ship lane. I'm pretty sure you guys can figure out what uh, yes. GPS changes that to. <laughs> you, you, well, maybe. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. There's a thing you S-H-I-T. just brought up that you mispronounce or that you pronounce purposefully to. Oh, the, the, the Ginichetti? No, it was a road. A, a, a road oh. in the area. Do you remember what we were talking about? Wood Crustation. Wood Crustation? Wood crust, yeah, Wood mm. Crustation might be it. Yeah. Wood yeah, Crustation. It's, it's Wood crest, Crustation. Wood, wood Crustation. Crest but I wood think crustation. of a large but wood lobster. <laughs> Quickly, it sounds yeah. like Wood Crustation. Uh, and then but there you was... know what? There's like like um, Leopard or uh, right. my niece's name, Foebe. I, <laughs> I have to say it to like help spell it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Is yeah, it yeah. E-O? Is it O-E? It's a well, good it's mnemonic like, device. Or Charlotte. Or Sersha. Sersha. You know, well, which you don't see that often. Yeah. Swarzy. Swarzy. <laughs> that's what it should be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, let me see. All right. I have, I'm curious about this one. Let me go to Dennis. Hey, Dennis, good morning. Hey, good morning, it guys. Good hey, morning, it. Good morning, it. What's up, buddy? All right, I got a couple good ones. Uh, the one I was with my wife at a hot topic. Uh, we live out in Lancaster at the Park City Mall, and we were looking at all the wacky shirts there. And I'm scratching my head. This is before I knew who Post Malone was. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this? And it was like a it was like a, a face with a tattoo. Yeah. And I'm like, who is Post Mall 
one. Post <laughs> you mean Post Malone? One. Well, <laughs> what about I don't know who that's the hell great. Post Malone? Is. Uh, and now I know who he is because you guys talk about him all the time. What about Dead Dead Mouse Five? What <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dead yeah. Mouse Five. Yeah, Dead Mouse Five is a good one. Listen. That's, I didn't know the five was supposed to be, you know, be the S or whatever, but yeah. Florida? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, bud. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate we that. didn't know when we first started talking about Florida, we thought it was Florida? a girl. Yeah, yeah. Florida? Florida. Florida. Is that what I thought it was? I well, like... with also Casey with sponsors and sometimes, I mean, some of the classics have been Nut Rise for Nutrice. Yeah. Miller Craig Grow. from Miracle Grow. Yep. I like to call it Chapsnat, by the way, instead of uh, Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's yeah. just kind of your fun yeah. switch on it. Okay. Uh, let me go to uh, this is a standard one, too. This is good. Hi, Greg. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. All right. So, what's your mispronunciation on purpose? I like to uh, whip this one out at the restaurant, especially <laughs> on like a first date. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I like to. I like to order the uh, fillet mignon. Yeah, <laughs> it's class fillet mignon. Yeah, yeah. Can I get two of those, please? Garcon. Yeah. Can I get a fillet mignon? Mm-hmm. It always impresses yeah. them. Um, What's your soup du jour? It's the soup of the day, sir. Let me Ooh, go. That, that sounds, sounds good. good. <laughs> Let me get on that. <laughs> Let me go to Jake. Hi, Jake. Good morning. Yo, what's going on, bitches? Yeah, buddy. All right, so what? Uh, what's the mispronunciation you enjoy? All right, so uh, I got this thing where when I'm reading something out loud, there's one word that gets me every time. It's burgundy. Okay. okay. So when I look at it, I go, oh, okay, burgundy. <laughs> burgundy. <laughs> burgundy. <laughs> Sometimes it's just yeah, the inflection burgundy. that you can hit, and instead of burgundy, it's burgundy. Yeah, burgundy. I love burgundy. that. Every time. I love it. There's one. Sometimes you just do that. So yeah, yeah. Sarah Clayton has S. Clay modeling. Yes. I always read it as scaly modeling. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what the hell modeling. is that about? Sure, what sure. is this, a lizard site? Another one of our calendar girls, uh, Elizabeth uh, Rose, uh, and and she and her, she, her screen name, it, it looks like... Um, Lizzie Rose Sex. Lizzie Rose Sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's Lizzie Rose X. Lizzie Rose oh X is yeah. like a kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and I always see it as, yeah. Our former thing. intern, uh, Ben, who, is a, as you can imagine, uh, oh, yeah. is Ben's on the radio. Yep. I read it as, as... you can imagine. I read it as Ben's in the radio. Ben's yeah. in the radio. <laughs> the radio, exactly. Um, forgot where I was going to go. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's Sorry. Right. On a license plate, uh, remember I, I saw one time, this was years ago, Conicelli, but the nice in Conicelli oh, yeah. was yeah. in red and yeah. the other was in black. So I looked and I was like, Co-Nice-Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> Co-Nice-Ellie. I wonder what that means. Yeah. What is that? Company it's pleasant. Interesting. Right. Uh, well, yeah, This we got started on this because of uh, Nigella Lawson. But I still need... A bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. I do like that. I'm impressed. I'm to use that. I have this audio of this uh, lady who is yet this grandmother, and she's mispronouncing something. Okay. I, I can't remember what she's trying to pronounce. Is this you? Were we watching this video? It's hilarious. It is hilarious. Hang on a second. I want the telephone for the pancake pie. Pink, pink pie. A pancake pie. What? Pancake pie. I want pancake pie. Give me the phone number from the apple pie. Wait a minute. For the apple pie? I think no. she's trying to say pumpkin pie. And she yes. keeps calling it a pancake pie. Pancake pie. <laughs> you want apple pie now? Whatever it is, pancake pie. <laughs> pancake pie, man. Do you really think it's called pancake pie? No, no, it's similar to pancake pie. Of course no. Pancake is pancakes. It's the, the pancake, but no pancake. 
<laughs> she keeps getting pissed off. It's, Throughout the video, she starts telling yeah. the F off and yeah. all this stuff. It's funny. Yeah. It's Lily Hayes on TikTok. That's her grandson, and he records her all the time. They've also done really good uh, Silent Bob, Jay and Silent Bob videos. Oh, nice. She'll dress up. So her, she, I don't know where oh, she's no. from originally, but yeah, it's Lily Hayes <laughs> on TikTok, and she is hilarious, and he just sits there and films her 24-7, and you get gold like pink and pie. Pink and pie. Yeah. Pink and pie. All right. Um, all right. Well, listen, we do need to take a break, but thank you for your input. We do input. We do appreciate it. We will come. I know. Input. My input. Whatever. Yeah, whatever, right? We're going yeah. to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Uh, if you have not heard, we are we're doing a President is Steve Christmas Miracle broadcast, what we are calling the Polly Annabelle edition. Huh. And I'll get you the details if you missed out on those when we return. Stay put. We'll be right back. Annabelle. WMMR, polluting more than just the airwaves. Hear us at WMMR.com on our mobile app, smart speakers, and radio.com. So we announced earlier this morning that we are going to do the Presidency Christmas Miracle. Uh, it's not going to be a live broadcast because live broadcasts aren't happening right now. But we are sponsored by our friends at Parks Casino and Sportsbook, which is where we normally do the live broadcast. So we thank them for their continued support. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. And with that, we're doing a new version because why not? We're doing it different this year. Let's try something else that's different. And we're calling it the Pollyanna Bell Edition. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, Pollyanna, which is, how is that different than Secret Santa, by the way? Uh, um, you don't know who's giving no, it to you. No, it's Pollyanna, just... you know. Secret Santa, you don't know. No. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Because I always called the, the thing Secret Santa, and then Casey's family always called it Pollyanna. Yeah. Well, and I was like, well, maybe it's a, a thing where I grew up and everybody called it Secret Santa. I don't to know. To me, Pollyanna and Secret Santa are the same. Okay. Uh, where you don't like you, you draw names out of a hat and yeah, uh, and the but person doesn't with the Pollyanna. At least for us, with the Pollyanna, you would say the person's name. So instead of everyone buying for everyone in a family, uh, you know, you do the Pollyanna. So you knew who you got, and they would you know give you gift ideas and stuff like that. But the secret okay. Santa was it was a secret until you gave the gift. Okay, oh. so there's different right. interpretations of these types of things. So right. we're calling this the Pollyanna Bell Edition. But we're doing a white a- elephant <laughs> uh, giveaway of sorts or, or uh, gift exchange, I guess. But you don't have to bring anything. So the way this is going to work is on Tuesday, December 22nd, we're going to have the event. We are going to ask a trivia question about the President Steve show on the air. You will then text in the answer to that. Now, everybody who answers that correctly will then go into a pool of people. We'll draw five of those names. We'll get those five people on the air. We're going to do this three times through the course of the morning, okay? We're going to draw five people for the first round. We'll get you all on the air. We will have five mystery gifts. They'll be wrapped in, you know, uh, in your mind. They'll yes. be wrapped boxes. And then we'll choose randomly who gets to go uh, in what order, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Uh, the first person will pick a prize. They'll open it up. They'll find out what it is. Uh, hey, you won uh, this great prize. Now, the next person goes. They can either pick another gift from under the tree or they can take what that other person had. Perhaps they like that. And uh, whoever is without a gift is the person that goes next to look. Uh, Either take a tree, a gift under the tree, or steal one. The only thing is, you can't steal back the gift that was stolen from you. If it swaps uh, hands, or if you wait another turn, you can steal it. Then, yeah, essentially, there's no tag backs, right? Um, and you can only steal a gift uh, three times, or a gift can only be stolen three times. So 
there's some rules, and it's it's kind of hard to follow them on, which is actually going to make it kind of fun, confusing and fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is, we're going to have some great prizes, and everybody who is chosen is going to win yeah. something. And there are no it's stinkers just, in the lot. It's just you just have to uh, strategize a little bit on how you get one, and it's it's a chess game. It's hard. I played it one time. We did it at yeah. Casey's house years ago. And I thought I had gotten the thing that I wanted. Right. Oh, yeah. And then you were last to go, or you conspired with your wife or something like that. You guys used each other uh, to shift gifts around. So oh, then that's funny. If she ended up with what you wanted, you guys would just exchange with each other yeah. uh, <laughs> after the party was over. But, yeah, you got this little, like, flying saucer thing that I wanted. <laughs> Sorry, I was pissed. I don't even remember what it you is. Son so. of a bitch! It was like a, a little. It was a toy that, okay. that flew in the house. Now I remember. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's also there's a show on FX called Mister In Between, and there was a really really great um, episode where there was a white elephant, and this kid had this candle that she wanted so badly, and at the very very last minute, an adult like took it from her, uh-huh. and that kid's father didn't take too kindly to that and beat the ever-loving piss <laughs> out of the, the, the dude cool. Mr. Mb- it, yeah. it's a really it is a great show i hope it comes back for a third season but this can be a, a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it all right i'm and looking forward to the chaos of it all it will be chaotic and we are gonna we're actually gonna have a dry erase board in the <laughs> studio that we will be filling out as we go along oh, yeah to keep everything organized and fair doesn't mean we won't mess it up. No. But we'll do our best. Remember, and, we can't do linear contests well. And <laughs> so you can go to WMMR.com to get the details. So this is going to be on Tuesday, December 22nd. It actually will end up being a lot of fun. And we also have the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest taking place. So if you go to get the details, WMMR.com, you'll find out that all you need to do is send us a picture of you and your ugly sweater. We will end up picking our favorites from the lot. Each one of us will get our favorite, and then we'll put those six up corresponding with the show members, and then you vote on which one. We'll have the listening audience vote on which one they like the best, and then that person is going to end up winning beer for a year. Uh, and then someone else is going to get a Miller Lite knitwear, or everybody will get a, a Miller Lite knitwear prize pack. So nice. Lots of stuff to be yeah, given away no, that's that great. Which yeah. is what that's all about. We're yeah. not we're not dropping anything. We're, we're continuing the tradition just yeah. in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. Is that all good? That's all good. Something you want to add? Don't you want to tell Preston you love him? Well, he already knows that. Do you, you I know do that, know that, right? Yes, no, uh, all I was going to add was that, um, you know, the, the, the prizes, the prize packages, bundles are, you know, starting to form right now. They're and good. just like based on like just the initial um, crop of, of gifts that we have to give away, this is going to be a... It's gonna be a hell hell of a day. This. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very I, listen. I'm 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 more than pleased with the results of so far of what we're getting. All right. Um. So I got two things I could do here. Ooh, um, okay. I, I either have the connoisseur or the junk drawer. There are some things in the junk drawer that are kind of fresh. How about the kind of drawer? Yeah. Kind of drawer. No, I don't want to do both. Like uh, both music. Yeah, the kind of drawer would be things like uh, gum and breath freshener that you would keep in your junk drawer. <laughs> um. I don't know what to do. Uh, do the All right. connoisseur. Oh, I'm doing the connoisseur? Yeah. Okay. Right. I think because uh, we're just in that holiday. We're talking the festive stuff. I'm sure none of this stuff has to do with the holidays. But what the hell? <laughs> no, I mean, there's... All right, well, I can... Does someone have to do with holidays? I'll do one that starts with the holidays. <laughs> That's great. All right, so Michelle Willabo. Uh, Willaboo. <laughs> Ginichetti. <laughs> Willabo. W-I-L-B-O-W-L. Wilbo. Wilbo. Bilbo. Bilbo Baggins? Wilbo. 
Bilbo, I'd like you to meet Wilbur. Yeah, so uh, there's two O's. What's that? There's Bob two O's. Bob Blah Blah. Bob Blah Forgot about that. Blah Blah. What was it? Bob what? Bob Blah Blah. Bob Blah Blah. law firm, yeah. Blah Blah. Arrested Development. And then he had a law blog, so it was the Bob Blah Blah Law Blog. Oh, my God. Bob Blah Blah Law Blog. Yeah. That's excellent. Well, Michelle Wilbo took to Twitter to show that she created a house from Home Alone out of gingerbread in a collaboration with Disney Plus in celebration of the film's 30th anniversary. Quick question. Do, uh, do you usually end up eating your gingerbread houses? Aren't they pretty some rotted by that time? I, we, I said some this last week, and uh, I didn't know. that. Like I just always thought it was like hard candy, and you just well, threw I mean, it on there, and that was it. But you, you can eat hard out. candy. Yeah, no, but, no, I mean, like, candy that's not supposed to be hard, but it is. Oh. <laughs> like gumdrops. Like if, like if it's sitting out for a month and a half, yeah. It's, yeah. are you going to eat that? No. No, not for if it's sat out for a month and a half, but, I mean, it's something you can kind of, if it's, you know. Pick a piece off. Yeah, if there's, <laughs> if there's like, uh, uh, mints and things like that yeah, that, yeah. that aren't going to, quote, <laughs> go bad, you can just, you know, bite them or gumdrops, and they're going to be kind of chewy, but, you know. <laughs> This Home Alone house is pretty impressive, though. It is. It, I mean, this is a work of art. Very detailed. It looks like something you'd see on Cake Wars yeah. or yeah. something like that. So the fact that everything here is edible? Yeah. Is it, this bar, bra, blah, 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 in the picture here, Preston? <laughs> so the... No, that's her. Okay. That's, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's Michelle Wilbowo. <laughs> Uh, the house even includes a pizza delivery car from the multiple scenes in the movie where pizza is delivered to the house and has a miniaturized and edible version of some of the famous traps from the film, including paint cans tied to the stair railings, and the house will eventually make its way to the Oak Center for Children and Young People at the Royal Marsden Hospital in Surrey, England, where it will be displayed for young cancer patients. You know what? We've mentioned the the shark. Cuterie chalet. Yes. What about making one? Because I saw the word pizza in here. You could make one like a pizza version of a house, couldn't you? What do you mean? Uh, like, like using cr- using the crust, using the crust and baking it, and it, it, if yeah. you use thinner crust and it and it gets right. solid, you could use that as the walls and the roof, and then you could put sauce and pepperoni. You could fill the walls with cheese, and yeah, you mm-hmm. put yeah. cheese could be on the roof of it. Uh, cheese could be the uh, the snow. As, hmm. Hmm. Talk like this must be great for. Her. Oh, there you go. It's done. done it. Yeah, they found pictures of it. There you go. <laughs> I love that. Is it called a Pizza Hut? <laughs> it would have to. Be. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Because I was trying to think of a of a p word that would go with a uh, an abode of sorts. <laughs> a p word. Huh? Yeah. Sorry, I automatically went downstairs. Vi- vagina, yeah. right? Yeah. But with a p. <laughs> Pagina. 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 Pajanger. Yeah, Pajanger. I like Pagina. I got to imagine that if you're looking in a, at a country that is like experiencing a famine, right. and, mm-hmm. uh, watching yeah. a, uh, hey, look at how they play with their food. Are you guys yeah, the biggest, hairiest Pagina I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, it's not even a word. No. It's like a range. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you a or question about, about pizza? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So you like a, a thin, crispy crust, right? I do. Okay. Yes. So I was wondering, and I like a pizza well done, and I think I like it well done because I like the crust a little bit crispier. Okay. So sometimes when you ask for it well done, uh, you know, the cheese and everything on top ends up getting burnt. So my question for you, Preston, as yeah. a chef, can you, like, are you get the, the pizza dough ready, can you, if you want the pizza crust well done, can you just stick the crust into the oven first 
and then let that cook for a second and then bring it out and then throw the cheese and the sauce and everything on top of it and then put it back in. Do you know what I'm saying? Why not? You can do anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. Will it work? We don't know. (laughs) Um, Is there a law against it? No. No. Yeah, it depends on how thin it is and how well done, how brown you want it uh, to be. But, yeah, I guess you could listen to people. I've never really... Mess, other than working at a restaurant and, and making pizzas there, I never tinkered around with recipes and things like that, so I don't really know, but well, I bet you could. When you eat it, just have an acetylene torch on the table. <laughs> I do like thin crust pizza, but I like I like pizza of all styles. You brought me that one, what's the place in Ocean City? Bakery at 1010. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's in Linwood. It's, it's the it's the Detroit style. Okay, I, love, uh, I have to say I love that style of pizza. Yeah, I do too, Yeah, but my God, is it filling. The one thing I do like about thin crust pizza is you could eat a large Yeah. By yourself, no problem. Those things, you eat one piece. You're, yeah, one, you're full. One section of it, you're yeah. done, dude. Yeah. And, and I, mean, I, I was full for the day. And I warned you that. because I made the mistake of, because normally I can eat two pieces of pizza, no problem. And, and it I, tastes so good and you and, keep going, right? Yeah, and I made the mistake of eating two pieces and I was like, it kind of ruined me for a couple of hours yeah, afterwards. I yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. How long before you made a BM? <laughs> well, I'm pretty regular, Steve, okay. so yeah. it didn't really push anything out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyhow, they made a home loan house. Let me see. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. All right, let's stick with uh, sculptures and uh, and food. Someone made the cast of Pulp Fiction out of Twizzlers? <laughs> no. One of the most recognizable displays at the annual Pennsylvania Farm Show will not be happening in 2021. The Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture announced Tuesday no, no, no. the butter sculpture oh! is canceled. The butter sculpture's... The highlight. Uh, this this summer, the department announced that the farm show would be held virtually from January 9th to the 16th with the theme, Cultivating Tomorrow. Originally, the department said that the butter sculpture would take place along with uh, video feeds from live duckling and beehive cams available 24-7. What? Uh, daily live food and cooking demonstrations and events such as tractor pulls and even uh, evening bedtime stories for young audiences. The sculptors, the sculptures, I should say, are created by sculptors, artists, Jim Victor and Marie Pelton and Concha Hawk. And we've spoken about them. Yeah, yeah they yeah. did the one that was just on display a couple months ago, right? Yeah. They had last, a whole bunch of closed circuit cameras around them. They've been doing it since 2008. And last year's sculpture was dubbed East Meets West at the Pennsylvania Farm Show. And it showed... Um, the Flyers Gritty, uh, Eagle Swoop, and Steelers Steely McBeam <laughs> united at a tailgate celebration. Beam. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's their, it's their it's uh, mascot. Thing. It's so dumb. Uh, well, that's a real bummer because I really like looking at the, the reveal afterwards. I do have a, um, a butter thing for you guys. Uh, normally, we're uh, Keller's Orlando Lakes family, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I just recently became aware of this, like, Irish butter. Yeah, it's guys... in a green container. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've been using that for years. It's good. Dude. What is it? What's the name brand? I wish I could tell you. But I... Uh... I don't know either. Rochelle gets it from time to time. Uh, I can't... Yep. I really yeah. don't delineate a big difference from butters. Harry Gold. There you go. We've ah, Harry Gold with a taste higher than in every stick. Um, butter the way it was meant to be. But uh, it's superior. It, it, it's so superior. It is. Okay. Marissa? When I went to a wedding in Ireland, I guess two years ago now, um, this was the snack on the way out of the wedding, like to the buses. Yeah, have some butter. A big table <laughs> full of bread and uh, this carry butter. Yeah. Here, everyone, have a stick of butter on the way over to the reception. We used to just put uh, butter on crackers. Yeah, yeah, my mom still does that. Yeah, it's yummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, butter's it's butter. What can you say? Yeah, makes, makes everything better. Makes stuff taste great. Butter better. All there is to it. Um, 
Parquet. Damn it, there was something. Yeah, <laughs> butter. There was something I was going to mention, and I was inspired to speak of it, and I don't remember is what it was. Is it whipped was. butter and how it's superior? It had nothing no? to do with okay. it. It was before you took the butter. Oh, here it is. What about salted butter? So they, they had said they're doing um, beehive cams yes. at, the, at the farm show. So I found out that um, the, gentleman who, who, the gentleman who helps us out with Comcast, his name is Joe, is also a, a beekeeper. Yes. And so he showed me some uh, photos of his hives. Um, he um, he uh, reap, uh, yeah, he reaps them once a year. I don't know if that's the proper term or not, but in farming, you you know, you reap what you sow. You harvest? Uh, I guess you, you yeah. harvest like it. A honey one, harvest or whatever? Once a year, and he gets about 100 pounds oh, wow. of, of honey. Have you sampled any? Yeah, he brought us some. Oh, that's it's great. It's fantastic. It's local honey. It's great. He gets about 100 pounds of it a year. That's not with the, the honeycombs. That's just the actual honey that comes off Jesus. of it. And they'll, they'll sell the, uh, 100 pounds. Uh, the combs for, you know, uh, like uh, um, uh, lip balms and things like that. Uh, but I thought it was pretty cool. So I'm, my wife is not, I mean, she's not listening. Uh, <laughs> one of her gifts for Christmas is going to be, she's wanted to go and uh, do like a, you can oh, go yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Uh, the, where these bee uh, farms, I guess, are called, and you can actually do the process. They give you the gear, and you get your honey and all that stuff. Oh, and she's neat. just fascinated with it. Yes. You know where it is, Steve? Uh, it, uh, there's two places that I um, that I have selected, and then uh, I'll send you the information. So, Quiver Farm that does the ducks and the chicks, yeah. they um, they have some sort of program uh, that involves the beekeeper. What's I'm the not- name? Uh, Quiver Farm, okay. where, we, where we got our chicks from. Okay, Remember no, Port it wasn't Timmy? Quiver, yeah. Um, but yeah, they they do have some sort of educational program uh, with the bees and the beekeepers. Quiver Farms is next to Trembling Hills. Kansas. It is you okay. Um, do you guys know that I, James Hetfield is a beekeeper? Did you guys know that? Yeah, that's why mm. I first started listening. <laughs> no, I had no idea. <laughs> I, I was I, he, oh, he's my favorite beekeeper. You know, he has a band. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's something that he does. It's yeah, like Metallica is the name. It's really? like a Zen thing that he does. Okay, when he's not on tour, he keeps bees. Well, that's like Rah. the guy that I was telling you about. Joe just does it for fun. He just does it uh, yeah. because it's a hobby. Uh, to keep him busy. Um, let me hang on real quick. Uh, let me go to Nick because he has a comment on the pizza putting the uh, uh, the crust in before. Hi, Nick. Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, what do you want to tell us, sir? All right, so uh, I know you were talking about the pizza earlier, um, how, like, can you, like, bake the crust a little bit? Yeah. That is absolutely true. I do it all the time, even when I'm home, not even at my job. Um, but, yeah, it gets, like, perfect crispy crust almost every single time. All right, so pre- Love it. pre-cook, yeah. pre-bake the crust, and then do it again when you put the cheese on. Yeah, Nick- sort of like what you do with, like, a, a pre-baking a pie crust or yeah. whatever like that. Too. Okay. Are you, a, uh, are you a pizza maker? Uh, no, not uh, not anymore. I used to make pizzas for uh, Iron Hill Brewery for a couple of years. Ooh, and, then you uh, know yourself. Yeah, like I've, I've been in and out of the uh, food industry for the past like 15 years. He's now a hitman. <laughs> no, that, <that's... laughs> Thank you, Nick. Not a problem, guys. Stay safe. Appreciate it. By the way, uh, Nick McWayne just pulled this up. Steve Vai is a uh, beekeeper. As well, yeah, I know what he's. What else does he do? <laughs> yeah, he's way into that. So that's he's my second favorite beekeeper, right behind. He's James got a Hetfield. band too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're done. All right. with All right. We're done. done. Oh man, that's it. That's about it. Yep. It was short but sweet. Get it, honey. <laughs> I actually have a lot more. Uh, but I forgot that 9.30 was when we had our yes, guest uh, and schedule. We can't blow yes. this guest off, right, Preston? Uh, this guest used to be an intern for us. Yes. Uh, for a stretch. And he's good friends with our buddy Todd Glass. I think they met through our show, right? They did. Did they meet through our show? 
I think they did. Oh, mm. Anyhow, he's got his third stand-up album out today, so we are happy to uh, help him promote that. Please welcome our friend Blake Wexler. Yeah. Hi, Blake. Gadzooks, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to hear your voices. How are you? Good. So I, I mentioned uh, I mentioned our, our mutual friend Todd Glass. Did you guys meet through the, the radio show, or did you meet him through the comedy world? So I met him. I first, I guess, heard of him as a guest on your show. I okay. guess while he was doing Last Comic Standing, and then we met. I guess I was a month or two into stand up, and I saw him at Helium, and uh, that's where we met. Okay. We we became aware of Todd because of um, of his beekeeping, and then <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> found well, out later that he is a stand. No, no. Blake, well, Blake, I have terrible news. They all escaped. Oh, they all escaped. there we go. Yeah. Well, Blake, you and I and Todd Glass all went to the same high school. We all went to Conestoga, and you you interned as a high school student, I believe, right? I did, and thank you for letting me do that. Yeah, we uh, ended that program. I would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine shortly after I was done. But yeah, no, that was uh, it was such a great time. I think that was 2007. Wow. Yeah, you yeah. know what actually really ended it is uh, we had um, uh, porn people come in, mm. and they had approached one of our high school interns. <laughs> yeah. And we, and thought, we were okay. like, no. No, no. He can't. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, porn I people, remember. try not to yeah, try not to <laughs> solicit from our staff. We It wasn't you, Blake, was it, that they solicited for no, and I take offense to that. I okay. really wish it was, but they skipped me. Yeah, I was left alone in the corner with hash browns for Casey. <laughs> uh, Blake, where are you these days? Uh, I live in Los Angeles, but right now I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, quarantining because I'm going to spend the uh, holiday with my parents. They moved down here. So, nice. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But I was back in Pennsylvania for a little while because California – was, uh, how do you say, on fire. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Why, yeah, which is uh, an upsetting type of weather. Yeah. <laughs> fire weather. Fire <laughs> is a bad weather forecast. Where, right, exactly. Uh, where exactly in? in, in, the, in uh, right in L.A. proper or where? Yeah, uh, in the Los Feliz neighborhood. Okay. So this little little hip neighborhood uh, over there. All right, that's that's cool. So how, how far are you away from uh, Todd Glass? Uh, far enough. <laughs> now, um, far enough. He can't just pop in. Yeah. So he, uh, we're about, I guess, like, uh, without traffic, 15 minutes with traffic, six days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For approximately <laughs> away from one another. It's, hor- we, uh, it's we, horrific. It's insane. Yeah. But we did, uh, we did Thanksgiving together, actually. He has a uh. big backyard. So we uh, were able to space out and that was really nice. Did he cook? Um, no, actually. <laughs> Todd does a great cooking thing where what he'll do is, I hope I'm not blowing up his yeah. spot here, but he buys like a frozen thing and then he toddifies it where he'll buy like, for instance, if he gets a frozen pizza, he'll then buy a nice cheese <laughs> and, then, and then grate the nice cheese and put some olive oil and basil on top of it. It's really, it's really good. Like he does like a, like a, like a regular, like store-bought frozen pizza, like a Swanson and then he puts brie on it. Exactly. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Dress it up a little bit. Yes, he does cook. <laughs> nice. And so your stand-up album is coming out. When did you put this whole thing together? Was it a little while back, pre-pandemic, I guess? So I uh, I was putting the material together, I guess, like the six months before the pandemic. And then, um, you know, like March hit and I couldn't perform for seven months, which, you know, obviously in the scheme of, you know, difficulties people are having during this thing, not that big of a deal. But 
you know, in 15 years of doing stand-up, the longest break I had ever taken was two weeks. Yeah. And then seven and a half months later, uh, we were back in the Philly area, and there were some cool outdoor shows. So um, Punchline in Northern Liberties had a really cool, safe setup. So I did two of those, and then Steel Stacks in Bethlehem let me come up there. And uh, I ended up recording the set for, like, sentimental reasons, because I thought, oh, well, you know, this might be the last time I perform in 2020. And it ended up being so fun that uh, I was able to release it as an album. So that's kind of how it came together. So, so what was the level? I mean, did you figure, okay, let's let's shoot the works on this and get a couple of cameras? Or, or is, is it, you know, is it, is it uh, how prepared were you for it? Or do you just do it off the cuff? Not prepared at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That that's, yeah, and I think that's why it came out so well, where there was no pressure to it. You yeah. Know, where, like, albums I've done in the past where my first one I paid for myself and you know, there's the pressure of, oh, God, if this doesn't go well, I'm out of money that I don't have. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, the second one I did with a label, and, you know, there's pressure there where you want it to do well because they took a shot on you. But this one, I set up, you know, like my camera in the back, just one camera. And, you know, the video is in, you know, quality enough to release it, but, like, the audio sounded great. And uh, it's right in the audience, and, you know, the, the, you can hear the audience perfectly, you can hear me perfectly. And it's uh, it's one of these weird sets where, you know, on paper recording an album outside is the worst idea <laughs> in the entire <laughs> yeah. world. Um, it's because there's helicopters. Sure. You know, there's, yeah, there's bats. Uh, there's no bats. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, live at the Sunset Strip, you hear the flutter of bats <laughs> on the Richard Pryor sure. classic album. Yeah, so, I mean, it, listen, it can enhance, right? <laughs> But yes, exactly. People talk about Richard Pryor's, you know, his writing, but it's his ability to deal with bats. Yeah, in many ways, he was the beast master of comedy. He was. That's what, that's how they refer to him in the business, the beast master of comedy. But yeah, it's somehow like against all odds during a pandemic came together well and. You know, I uh, I wanted to release it because, you know, you think about you don't want to be tone deaf because so many people are going through so many issues. Like, is this the right time to release an album? But, you know, hopefully it gives some people a break. And, you know, I talk about, you know, the pandemic a little bit in a way that I don't think I'll ever be able to talk about it again. Yeah. During, I hope not. You yeah. know? Yes. <laughs> let's. Let, but it, it does make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you're in it rather than yeah. having like the perspective of. Oh, like after the fact, you know? So, yeah, I'm really I'm really proud of it. I think it came out well. Hey, speaking of pandemic, so you're spending time with your with your parents in the Carolinas and then you're going to you're mm-hmm. going to go back to LA. What are you going to you going to hunger down for a couple of weeks and do or well, I guess maybe they've shortened it to 10 days. I'm not sure about the quarantining after being out of state. Right. So, uh the answer is yes. I take this thing so seriously. I actually dress like a beekeeper as well. Oh, good call. Yeah. Like that is yeah, yeah. Right. of course. So I don't I don't keep bee, but I do dress as one. So, <laughs> um I uh yeah, we're locked down for 7 to 10 days. We just got a test. So, okay. you know, fingers fingers crossed. <laughs> no, that's riding on that test. Um but uh yeah, no, we're we're locked down for a while, especially coming from California, you know, like you're like people see you as a just a disease carrying person because it's so it's been so bad there. Don't the fires help burn the coronavirus out of you though? Is that part of the the trade off? <laughs> I have I have read that. Yes, that is one of the good things is that if you coat yourself in gasoline and walk outside, you will not get the virus. Yeah, I think <laughs> it seems legit. Uh, Thank you. I agree. So, Blake, how do people get the album if they want to get it? 
Uh, it's ever so. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere where you would you know get music. Uh, the album's on there, and it's called Live at the Pandemic. I love I like it. it. I like it. So live Bla- from the live from the pandemic. Great job, Blake. You were doing so well, and then you screwed up the name of your album. It's called Class Clown. <laughs> It's called Live from the Sunset Strip. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen for the bats. Uh, I love it. All right, Blake, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll make sure people are aware of it. Just look for Blake Wexler and uh, Live from the Pandemic. I love it. Happy to hear you're doing well, man. That's cool. Thank you. That means a lot. And by the way, Casey, happy 22-year uh, anniversary, by the way. Uh, I appreciate that, Blake. Thank you. Of nice. course. Of course. Thank uh, you, guys. You bet. Take care. Blake Wexler, yeah. guys. A lot of fun. Very cool guy. All right. We need to take a break. Come back in a second and get in some B-File stories. We'll do that. You know what? Let me give away some of these, though. We have um, we have what is being billed as a virtual screening of the movie Greenland starring Gerard Butler. And it's Tuesday, December 15th, 7.30 p.m. And we're you're going to be contacted uh, for instructions on what that means. So it's probably like a digital code or something along those lines. Just trust us on this, oh. okay? I'll take five callers at 215-263-WMMR. And it is on demand everywhere on December 18th. We'll be right back. At 93.3 WMMR, we finally noticed it was December. And we figured that means it's time to get into the holiday spirit. And we don't just mean the booze in Bill Weston's lower right desk drawer. So listen this weekend as MMR rocks your holiday socks with blocks of your favorite Christmas tunes that rock. And we promise no carpenters or burr lives. Yes, that means you, Jackie Bam Bam. It's our Christmas Rock Block Weekend from the station that's been on and off Santa's nice list a lot. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. All right, let's take another run at the Bizarre Five. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Five. Brought to you by Stock Car Racing Experience. They'll strap you into a 600-horsepower NASCAR-style stock car and then take you for the drive of your life. It speeds up to 160 miles per hour. Check them out at 877stockcar.com. Start with this. A convicted felon whose alias is listed as Bud Light Mike. Bud Light Mike. In police records was arrested Saturday after allegedly stealing... A case of America's favorite beer. According to Florida police, Michael Filipowski swiped 24 cans of Bud Light from a public supermarket. Filipowski was subsequently arrested after being found in possession of 21 of the purloined cans. Since Filipowski's uh, rap sheet includes multiple prior theft convictions, he was charged with a felony count. Now, an arrest affidavits lists the New Jersey's native as uh, alias as Bud Light Mike. In April, he was convicted of stealing a case of Bud Light from a Wawa convenience store in Clearwater. Mm. He has twice been convicted of carrying an open container of Bud Light. He also has been convicted of stealing two 18-packs of Bud Light from a Speedway store. Man, he loves Bud Light. In 2016, Filipowski was convicted after he could not pay for a Bud Light at a hotel bar. Why didn't he call Michelob Larry? His rap sheet also includes convictions for trespass, drunk driving, battery on a law enforcement officer, disorderly conduct, probation violation, resisting arrest, defrauding an innkeeper, witness tampering, auto theft, cocaine <laughs> possession, aggravated battery, leaving the scene of an accident, wow. careless driving, disorderly intoxication, and violating a protective order. 
Gosh, he likes Bud Light. That's Bud Light Mike. And that's the ballad of Bud Light Mike. <laughs> Honestly, he I, he should get some sort of advertising contract. Mm-hmm. Taiwanese authorities have slapped a $3,500 fine on a man who broke quarantine regulations for eight seconds. Eight seconds? Yes. What'd they, he do? They take it seriously in Taiwan. The man, a migrant worker from the Philippines, was quarantining in a hotel when he briefly stepped out of his room into the hallway. The man was caught on surveillance video by hotel staff who contacted the Department of Health. The department fined him around $3,500. Under Taiwan's quarantine rules, people are not allowed to leave their rooms, no matter for how long. People in the quarantine should not think that they won't be fined for leaving their hotel room, the Department of Health said. There are 56 quarantine hotels in uh, Kaohsiung City with a total of around 3,000 rooms. Taiwan has been widely lauded for its approach to containing the COVID-19 pandemic. It has never had to enact strict lockdowns, nor did it resort to drastic restrictions on civil freedoms like in mainland China. Instead, Taiwan's response focused on speed. Authorities began screening passengers on direct flights from Wuhan, where the virus was first identified on uh, December 31st, 2019, back when the virus was mostly subject of rumors and limited reporting. The government also invested in mass testing and quick, effective contact tracing. To give you an idea, the island of 23 million people has recorded 716 coronavirus cases Mm. and seven deaths. So they weren't playing around, and they they put a cap on it. So that's why the guy got a $3,500 fine. Eight seconds. A tutorial aired on public television that gave women tips on how to shop in a sexy way (laughs) has sparked outrage in Italy. The guide. Excuse me, where are your butt plugs? The guide was transmitted uh, during Detto Fatto, a program on the state broadcasters Channel 2, and featured the uh, ballerina and pole dance teacher Emily Angeliello yeah. advising women on how to look sensual in the supermarket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the segment began with Angeliello dressed in leather mini shorts and high heels. She was doing a dance before ad- advising a young woman on how to wear heels. Then she demonstrated how high heels could be worn in places where they wouldn't ordinarily be worn, such as at the supermarket. Tips included how to walk in an alluring way while pushing a shopping cart and how to reach for a packet of chips on a high shelf, all the while jauntily raising the leg for additional intrigue. Uh, Angiolello also demonstrated how to pick a product off the floor if one should accidentally drop it in a non-vulgar way. We're watching this. Uh Indignation. Where are your succulents? Indignation over the episode was amplified by its scheduling on the eve of the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. Some viewers were so shocked they initially thought that the guide was a parody. Dance moves. Yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding you. That was a salsa roll-up from mm-hmm. the ground. <laughs> uh, government ministries have demanded to know why it was shown on public television. <laughs> a Greenville, South Carolina man is sending out a Christmas alert and wants anyone who has or will shop at a Goodwill store to be on the lookout for a family heirloom. It's a cast iron skillet. Stuart Dodson, and it looks like just any old cast iron skillet. Stuart Dodson, uh, his 82-year-old father, mistakenly donated his 81-year-old mother's old, beloved cast iron skillet to Goodwill. Where's my skillet? He's... Where <laughs> <laughs> the hell is it? Stuart? God! Um, she's, he said, I'm calling around all of upstate Midland, South Carolina, 
Goodwill stores to see if I can recover this needle in a haystack. I need my skillet. He said the item has immense sentimental value. As my mom grew up in a farmhouse with a wood stove in North Carolina, the skillet was what her mother cooked with on that wood stove. My mother has moved this skillet from Greenville to Hilton Head to Greenville. Uh, the skillet was a... Where did she move it to? By the way, uh, from Greenville to Hilton Head to Greenville. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I guess they moved back to Greenville. I guess they did, Things yeah. must not have worked out yeah, in Hilton yeah, Head. Yeah, you don't leave a skillet in Hilton Head. They don't like skillets. They don't like them! Yeah. Uh, by the way, the skillet was a Griswold brand huh. with a lid measuring 10 to 11 and a half inches wide. Dodson said it could have been a number 8, number 9, or number 10 inch skillet size. Dear Jesus, help me find my skillet. Uh, he said the skillet needed work and needed to be cleaned up. And he realizes he is searching for a needle in the haystack, but it's holding out hope that someone comes through for his mother. Wait a second, that's my skillet? Dodson a piece of crap. is offering to reimburse the price paid for the skillet plus a finder's fee. Are you serious? Ow! All right, and then uh, one more, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, let's end with this one. Atlanta police say someone's gun accidentally went off inside the Neiman Marcus store in Lenox Square, causing mall customers to run and hide for cover. Investigators said officers were called to the mall Saturday after police called 911 saying they heard gunshots coming from inside the store. Witnesses initially indicated there may have been a dispute occurring between two individuals when they heard a shot fired. However, officers have uncovered additional information showing that there was no dispute related to this. Instead, a man was walking through the store and adjusting his pants when the firearm he had in his waistband Discharged. It was happenstance, though. They were doing half cent to take a picture with your gun day. It appears that the shot was accidental and no one was injured by the bullet. Police said that the uh, gun owner ran from the mall and has not been found. My pants went off. Officers continued to investigate the incident but urged gun owners to leave their weapons at home when they're <laughs> Christmas shopping, please. <laughs> I'm going to shoot. <laughs> and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. Uh, let's take a break, but let's get a number caller for our secret text word today. And Kathy usually, usually gives us a number, so give it to us, Kath. 12. All right, caller 12 at 215-263-WMMR. We have, uh, the prize for you if you know the secret text word. And we'll get a random texter to win as well. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A Wednesday. Wednesdays mean secret text word prizes. And we've been promoting one this morning, so we're going to get a winner. We were looking for the 12th caller, and you didn't disappoint. You called in, and we have a caller, and that caller's name is John. Hello there, John. Hey, sorry to borrow the five of you guys at work. <laughs> no, it's no okay. such thing, sir. John, do me a favor and tell me what the uh, secret text word is. That would be folder. Folder, yes. <laughs> Hang on a second, John. I'm going to give you a digital download of Wander, starring Aaron Eckhart and Academy Award winner Tommy Lee Jones, when a PI and with a troubled past is hired to investigate a suspicious death. He is convicted. The No, he's convinced the case is linked to the same conspiracy cover-up that caused his daughter's death. Now available in digital and on-demand from Paramount Pictures, rated R. And then we had a random texter that won, and it is Chris 
Uh, Sackman, I'm not sure. T S A C H T M A N. Uh, who's from Philadelphia? So, nice. Uh, congratulations to you, Chris. We are going to make sure that you do get your prize. Speaking of prizes, we're not done giving those away. We're going to do a lesson question, and we are going to give away a digital download of Tenet with the correct answer to this. What do African poachers often try to steal from Donny Osmond and his family? 215-263-WMMR. What do African poachers often try to steal from Donny Osmond and his family? 215-263-WMMR. It was his birthday today, so it was early this morning we mentioned that in the 6 o'clock hour. Let's see if you were listening, shall we? We'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by your local deeds and Watson Real Philly Delis. They're open for takeout. Taste four generations of family recipes made with love and show your support for local business. RealPhillyDeli.com. Deets and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Madonna revealing she's received her first ever tattoo, which is the initials of her six children on her wrist. Madonna says it's all part of her long-term plan to look like Mickey Rourke. (laughs) Serving his his 22-year prison sentence, Joe Exotic reaching out to Kim Kardashian in hopes of getting her to get him out of prison. Exotic says his is exactly the kind of case Kim's been working on, a gay tiger refuge operator who plotted to kill a husband-murdering tiger refuge rival. It's exactly what she's been working on. And finally, Academy Award-winning actress Nicole Kidman signing on to promote cannabis-based products for U.S.-based Cure Pharmaceutical. Kidman reportedly pushed the slogan, Cannabis so powerful, you'll think Tom Cruise is tall. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the lesson question, and it is, what do African poachers often try to steal from Donnie Osmond and his family? All right, I am going to go to Clinton. Hey, Clinton, good morning. It's not about sick. 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 You were on hold this morning for the stupid question, weren't you? I was. I saw your uh, name up on the screen, and you don't see a Clinton pop up too often. So you've been listening all morning. Therefore, you should be able to tell me what African poachers often tried to steal from Donny Osmond and his family. Their teeth. Their teeth, yes. <laughs> Hang on, Mr. Clinton. We have for you a digital download of Tenet, a film by Christopher Nolan, fighting for survival of the world. The protagonist is armed with only one word, tenet, on a mission unfolding in something beyond real time. Not time travel, time inversion. You can see it in theaters now and own it December 15th. I have a question before we go to music yes. news. Madonna doesn't have any tattoos. This is her first That one. surprised me, yeah. At uh, 62, she's having her first tattoo. And now she has that fake stupid grill that she yeah. wears. <laughs> yeah, she's and, got that. Yeah, yeah. And other and, stuff. And she has six children? Six children. She's adopted. Remember, we on the Malawi adopting spree. I forgot about it. And she has Lourdes and a son. Uh, and then four okay. adopted children, I believe. Nick, if that's, you want to verify that. That's how long it's been since I've cared about I thought, Madonna. Well, yeah, she, she was I thought big Madonna... on Malawi for a while. I thought, oh no! What you you think she has two biological kids? She had, she I thought has, the boy was. I know Lourdes. I think the Lourdes, boy, right? The yeah. boy is from. Um, I think um, Richie, uh, the uh, the director, guy Richie, guy Richie. Did she have? I don't know. And Lourdes is from the personal trainer that she was first with. Well, she definitely oh, has six. Steve, right. you're right about the number. So and uh, yeah, the breakdown looks like that: two biological and then. Uh, Four adopted. adopted. Yeah. Wow, I've I've forgotten all about. I know. That. Interesting, and I'm surprised that's her first tattoo. I know you would think. Yeah. All right, uh, we're ready for music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 
grandma. Nick just pulled up a picture of her with a stupid patch on her eye. Come Pompous crap. All right, music news brought to you today by OmahaSteaks.com. Uh, go there and type Preston in the search bar to get exclusive deals, including the Deluxe Grillers Assortment, which includes four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer. OmahaSteaks.com. We're going to start with this. Uh, Bad Wolves vocalist Tommy Vext has been accused of assaulting his girlfriend. Uh-oh. Yeah, Whitney Johns, according to documents. Johns is terrified for her life after being assaulted by the singer numerous times, both during and after their relationship. This is not the first time this has ended up in the news, correct? Uh, it sounds familiar to me, yeah. yes. The fitness model and personal trainer claims that the singer hit her in the face hard enough to draw blood. Oh, my God. Dragged her by the hair and put her in a chokehold for so long she nearly passed out. He's a big guy, too. He is, yeah. Uh, the metal site reports that, is according to Metal Sucks, uh, Johns uh, cites four specific incidents of assault occurring between January 1st and April 11th. She sought a domestic violence restraining order against him days mm. later on Friday, uh, April 17th. On November 17th, Johns' request for a restraining order was partly granted and mandates that the singer neither contact Johns uh, or come within 100 yards of her. Uh, the next hearing is scheduled for uh, today, actually, so we'll see what comes of that. Neil Young's lawsuit against Donald Trump filed in opposition to his music being used in campaign rallies has been dismissed by a New York court. Uh, the musician voluntarily dismissed the case himself. You're out of order. Uh, with prejudice, which means it cannot be brought again. Uh, it is possible the case was settled out of court, though neither the president's team nor Young has made any further statement. Young filed a lawsuit in August after his songs Rockin' in the Free World and Devil's Sidewalk were used at a Trump rally in Tulsa. He claimed copyright infringement with a complaint stating that Young, quote, cannot allow his music to be used as a theme song for a divisive un-American campaign of ignorance and hate. He said Trump had repeatedly played the songs as far back as 2015 and claimed that he did not have a license to play them. He also played Neil Young's Rosie O'Donnell's The Slob. Uh, is a lesser-known B-side song. <laughs> Trump still faces a lawsuit from musician Eddie Grant, who opposed the use of his song Electric Avenue in a, co- a campaign video huh. and said it was used without a license. Trump's legal team have argued that they were allowed to use it under fair use clause. Weezer frontman Rivers Cuomo has put all the band's demos in an online marketplace for fans to purchase. Uh, but he did it as part of a class project. He's been taking a course titled CS5O's Web Programming with Python and JavaScript. The demos can be found under the Market tab on Cuomo's Mr. Rivers Neighborhood website. Uh, I like that name. Uh, Cuomo has broken down his demos into periods of his career, including his pre-Weezer solo stuff under the Alone title, the Best of Demos, which he suggests starting with, and runs through the latest White Album. Uh, The largest set will be the E-W-B-A-I-T-E years, which is everything will be all right in the end. So he's teaching himself computer stuff. He went to Harvard. He completed his degree at Harvard, right? While Weezer yeah. was yeah. fully up and running, yeah. he is a motivated dude. He is. Uh, the whole thing clocks in at over 38 hours with 1,113 demos. Dear God. Yeah, that's a lot. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just a question about Harvard. It's a Chris Obviously, Chris it's tough and uh, damn near impossible to get into Harvard. But once there, 
The curriculum is no different than any other university, right? Yeah, it's a lot of home ec. Okay. No, no, it's uh, it, it is it's more demanding. It's a much more demanding curriculum. I mean, that's otherwise, what's the big what's the big deal then, right? Yeah. yeah. Harvard education. Well, I mean, they're not teaching you any other facts that aren't being taught at any other university. No, but I think the demands, the the academic demands, yeah. we assume are more formidable. What I'm saying is, I think I could probably. Get <laughs> well, you did. You, you did go to Harvard twice. I did. Yeah. Three times. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ate lunch there too. Corey Taylor has shared a new lyric video for Everybody Dies on My Birthday in celebration of his 47th birthday. In addition, Taylor also launched a new limited edition coffee called CMFT Private Blend, which has been described as a unique blend for friends that love darkish roast flavor with just a hint of excitement peeking around the corner ready to ride a rainbow in the dark. How does that mean? Uh, Taylor said <laughs> about the coffee, we wanted to create something that gave you the same comfortable and cozy feeling you get from a really good cup of diner coffee after you've been riding on Highway 666. What the f***? You piece of s***. We're live! <laughs> uh, so it's it's a riff on um, Rainbow in the Dark. From, you should uh, get some for Pierre. Yeah. Oh, he would. Uh, he, yeah, he's, See, he's a coffee snob. I mean, he is. In a good way. He yeah. He can tell you what's good and what's not. Ronnie James Dio is the reference there. Oh, the 666? Hmm. Yes. Uh, and the Rainbow in the Dark. Ah. So, Trapped, the band, their Twitter feed has been suspended after a reported rant that seemed to defend underage student-teacher relationships and statutory rape. Uh, the incident allegedly started when someone shared a screenshot of one of the band's old Twitter replies that defended underage student-teacher relationships. And Trapped's response was... Oh, I would be giving the kid high fives only if the teacher was hot, though, uh, which has since been suspended. Uh, late Monday night with another tweet uh, was reportedly posted, which read, I don't call a 24-year-old woman who takes advantage of a 15-year-old boy who is entirely through puberty a pedophile. Uh, the tweet also linked to Van Halen's Hot for Teacher, calling it a great coming-of-age song. Uh, Trapp's Facebook was suspended for violating community standards recently following a uh, pro-Proud Boys post just this last month. So they're continuing to tinker with that type of mentality. That's what the Van Halen song is about. That's what that Adam Sandler movie, That's My Boy, is about. It's the same, you know, it's it's in that territory. So they should go after them, too? Well, I mean, it's all, it, it, you know, it's, it's that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, and stuff that might have seemed, oh, we're just kind of having fun with it. And times change, you know. Yep. Angus Young has named his favorite ACDC album. Uh, UltimateGuitar.com described the legendary guitarist's chat with a Swiss radio station in which he revealed, Let There Be Rock, for me, is the album. Uh, which is interesting. Nick, can you pull up the um, the track listing for Let There Be Rock? Because I, I don't remember what all's on that. They've had so many freaking albums. Uh, the reason why he said I like Let There Be Rock is because my brother George, who was producing it, uh, he had me and our brother Malcolm uh, he was uh, sitting with us and said, what sort of album do you want to do this time? And Malcolm just looked at me and he said, we want just an album that is going to be pure hard rock guitar. That's pretty much all of ACDC's yeah, albums, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do something different, an aggressive guitar-based album. Uh, so let's see. Let there be chamber music. Whole lot of Rosie is on there. Great song. Uh, Go Down, Dog Eat Dog, Let There Be Rock, Bad Boy Boogie, Overdose, uh, Crab City in Blue, uh, Hell Ain't a Bad Place to Be. So those are the ones that are on that one. Angus went on to explain, and I thought that was great because everyone else in the world was into the the whole into whole other genres. Uh, there was punk music, there was new wave, 
It was all this other stuff that was coming out, and I just thought, this is pure magic, and that album defined ACDC in my eyes. That's when we went... Uh, that's when I went. This is a great band. You look so. at the the length of each side of the uh, of the album. You're looking at twenty four, twenty. You know, I mean, they're yeah. they're short sides, but that's their their songs. Yep. I think yep. the sh- the shortest listen has got to be like a Ramones album. Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. Easily. All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you uh, in music news. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We will have your letter of the day when we return for the word of the week prize, and we are going to get it. From the triumphant return of Pierre Robert. Yay! He's back in, so he'll be with us. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Stay put. 93.3 WMMR. Now available at radio.com. While supplies last. Corey Taylor on 93.3 WMMR. Black Eyes Blue. As we're wrapping up. I think our eyes are... Blue right now is what it looks like outside. Yeah, it's time to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, Betty, bye. I mean, it's pitch black dark out. What? What? It's our stinking windows, our, our, and yeah. our, it's just dark in general. And you, you hear us bitch about this constantly, but I don't think I'll ever stop. I don't no. think I can. It's ridiculous. Who is that Philadelphia Insurance's like thing? Is that it's always dark? Yeah, that might be their. It's their always darkest race. before the dawn. It's always darkest right after your accident yeah. and before you call for your claim right. Yeah, and again, like, like they're right? not they're not even in the building right now. I know. I don't get it. I don't know. It's depressing. It's thoroughly depressing. I, you know, but uh, nonetheless, we have uh, sunshine tomorrow, or you'll have sunshine. You'll have sunshine. We won't get it until after 11 a.m. But we have insurance Uh that it will never be light again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So tomorrow, the weather's starting to look a little bit better. Uh, 51 degrees and sunny, 56 and sunny on Friday. Uh, Saturday has clouds, but 58 degrees, and that goes into Sunday, too. Uh, maybe a little bit of rain expected on Sunday, but we'll see about that. I want to thank Mr. Blake Wexler yeah. for being on the show today. Blake is a former intern of the President Steve Show and a stand-up comedian. He now lives in Los Angeles, and he has a new comedy album. It's called Live from the Pandemic, and it is available on iTunes and Amazon and Google Play and wherever you get your audio from, you can get that. So, Thank you, Blake, for being on the show today. Uh, as I mentioned, the triumphant return of your midday guru, yeah. the one and only Pierre Robert is here. Yay! It's good to see you again. Not necessary to kiss the ring. <laughs> oh, we have to. All right, if you insist. If you insist. <laughs> we had this very... <laughs> we had this very formal intern. I may have told this story before, but I'll tell it again, by golly. Um who uh, kept calling me sir. And um, yes, sir, he was in a military family. And finally, after a couple of days, I said, stop calling me sir. Yeah. And he said, how would you like me to address you? And I said, your majesty. (laughs) That's good. And and then he started calling me your majesty. And I had to eventually stop that. (laughs) Put a a halt to that, too. Uh, you feel nice and rested and ready very to go? Very rested and very nice. Excellent. All right, well, let's do our letter of the day. You ready? Okay. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter. A as in Apple. All right, and we just have two more letters to go. That's it, and then we give away the large Kilwins King of Prussia gift basket filled with fine chocolates, fresh hand-paddled fudge, sea salt caramels, Hand-dipped chocolate pretzels, hot chocolate mix, festive holiday treats, and a $100 Kilwins King of Prussia gift card. Located in the King of Prussia Town Center, you can stop in for a variety of gift packages. 
and to see amazing treats being made right in the front of the store. Kilwins, sweet in every sense, uh, since since 1947. You want some of that paddled fudge, right? All right, we've got to get over there. Got to get paddled. Hand paddled fudge. Um, what's happening on the show today? I will have workforce blocks. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, subject. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will have workforce blocks for Trey Cool's birthday of Green Day. We got Pearl Jam, and uh, we're going to do uh, John Lennon today. We uh, I, I don't think Brent got to it yesterday, and I think he sort of saved it so I could do a nice tribute to John today. Okay, that's cool. So we'll do that. Yeah, nice. All right, uh, let me thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. Get cheers about oh, Duncan. Yes. And I've got a vinyl cut for a wonderful lady. Really? Yeah. Okay. And a vinyl cut for a wonderful lady. Yeah. Excellent. And right. a bell. I'll um, explain everything. All right. Thank you to Duncan. Get cheers in at Duncan this holiday season with their holiday-inspired signature drinks. Also, Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and Fred Beans. Out to make history again by selling 3,500 vehicles this month. It's the best time to buy. Shop online at fredbeans.com. Tomorrow, one word, Snooky. Snooky. Snooky will be joining us. And uh, I'm sure we'll get into some other things, too. That's it. We are done, Ray John. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Look, no one likes sitting in a drive-through line because they can't dine in anywhere. But have some drive-through etiquette. Close the gap. Next message. Steak fries are done. Steak fries are done. I gotta run. I gotta run. I work a burger king. Make a flavor whoppers and a paper hat. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Please play that song. It will really make my morning. Next message. Sorry, always Christmas. January will be here for you now. My daughter's almost three. Feels like we had her last week. How the f- is twenty twenty already almost over? Thank God it is. But how the f- is it? The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.